Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Rapworldly.com. Home to the best in the world. We are here once again. It is October 16th for the post-Johnny Wraith Memorial pay-per-view show. I am joined by my co-hosts, TGO, the Golden One, and Kel Ill. Gentlemen, if you'd like to say hello, it's great to have you. What's up, guys? TGO and the motherfucker. We've got uh, a lot that we need to discuss tonight. Um, We are going to go through each of the matches. We're going to talk about them. Uh, We have people that are here on the call Uh, I'm sure that want to offer their input as well on their matches and other matches as well. So we're excited to hear from you guys. Um, But first things first, uh, before we go into uh, the first thing that we wanted to kind of talk about were the uh, awards that um, TGO oversaw and has has overseen pretty much every single year. Uh, I wanted to get right into talking about uh, saying thank you, a big thank you to everybody that participated in the pay-per-view. and starting with that, just I wanted us all to take a moment and thank Disputer, who is here with us uh, on the call. He's kind of helping to run the show right now. Um, I want to say thank you. I think it's important that we all recognize his contributions to the site, um, how long he's been doing this shit, the longevity, uh, both in running hip-hop forms and running this one. The work that he put into the pay-per-view is fucking backbreaking. Um, for those of you that don't know, he puts up with a lot of really dumb bullshit to try to get this stuff off of the ground and make it as, as professional and as enjoyable for everybody as possible. So first things first, I just wanted to say thank you to Disputer and kind of give him that, that round of applause that he deserves. So let's, let's give that man a round of applause. Um, this site would be nothing without him. So and not just you, that, Disputer. he stays completely neutral. Yeah, that, and that's a hard thing to do because there's some really unlikable people and to stay fair and impartial with some of the people that you have to deal with that in the history of RR is uh, pretty fucking big. I mean, we've had some annoying motherfuckers and he's put up with them. I mean, look, Diasic's still here. And that's the, the, the crazy thing is, you know, I, I there's that, that weird rumor going around that I am Disputer and... I, I think for anybody that is on the website has to know that that couldn't be further from the truth because I'm, I, I can't tolerate the level of bullshit that he puts up with or do any of the, I don't think any of us here, even the big workhorses like Kel Ill and, you know, a lot of these other cats that have moderated before they, we, we can't operate on the level that disputer does. Um, uh, that man I know is, I can't. yeah, that man is a, is a hall of famer without question. Um, and but on top of that, let's also thank a lot of the workhorses that did really. Uh, the pay per view does not work first and foremost without voters. I, I don't think anybody here would disagree with that. If if it is not for voting, this shit doesn't continue. So hats off first and foremost again to people like Kel Ill, 
uh, answer. TGO nuisance was huge. This pay-per-view um, big shout outs to him because he did not compete. So a lot of respect there. Anybody that, that votes in any way, shape or form hall of famers that came out of the woodwork, evil minded. Um, you guys are the real MVPs and we appreciate you. So a big round of applause to you guys as well. Without you, this does, this doesn't happen. So voting is the biggest thing on this website. Feedback is the biggest thing on this website. If you're not doing it, you are a pile of hot garbage. And if you did not vote this pay-per-view, you know, don't be surprised if you... Or if, or if you're waiting to vote so that the person you doesn't like, you don't like, doesn't win, you're a pile of garbage too, Diasic. Yeah, or if you're not voting uh, because you don't want to upset people with your vote because you want them to vote for you, you're trash. Or if you lose a match and then you stop voting afterwards because you're a fucking baby, you're also trash. There's a lot of guilty parties that are here. So we see you. We know what's going on. We appreciate the one, the real ones that, that put the work in. So thank you very much. Um, big shout-outs to Rude. Um, she definitely deserves uh, our respect and our admiration. Um, she did a lot of work on the graphics, and it looked so – our cards in the last, I would say, two years, far more professional than they've ever looked. This, this, last, yeah. this last Johnny Wraith Memorial and this one was just was out of this fucking world, and Rude does that shit no – there's no payment behind it. She does that shit for the for the love. So you know, again, hats off to hats off to Rude. Take a bow. Um, you know, you're the shit. You elevate this to a whole new level, and we appreciate you. Um, and you know, that's pretty much it. Everybody that participated, thank you so much. You made this what it is. Uh, it's a special thing. I know we're right now in the habit of only doing it once a year. But it's a special thing that brings everybody out of the woodworks, and it 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 just wouldn't be, it wouldn't happen without you guys. So you know, thank you to everybody that also did fill-ins for no shows, uh, Diasic, um, Dabble, I believe. Um, am I forgetting anybody? Dead Roses did a fill-in. Dead Roses did a fill-in as well. Jericho, of course, a major fill-in. Um, yeah, Dabble actually did two fill-ins and was not originally slated for the card, so. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, you know, filling in on short notice is fucking is not easy. And you're, I thank I mean, you, Potency, getting stabbed so Jericho could win the title. Yes, Potency. Shout outs to you. Shout outs to the guys in the parking lot that stabbed you. Shout outs to the knife that they used because you know it hit vital organs. Um, you know, shout outs to your gallbladder for failing on you. And, you know, that thank you because it allowed Jericho to get that belt from Diasic. So shout outs, shout outs to them because Diasic fucking and, sucks. Uh, no, it was actually disputed <laughs> and did the stabbing to make the card better. That's how dedicated he is to these pay per views. He actually drove the potency, stabbed him just to make the text battle that much better. Wow. Wow. Shout outs to Disputer, man, for, for, for stabbing, for stabbing potency in the gall. Wow. That's, that's, I didn't need, I didn't know that. So technically by some people's logic, 
that means that I stabbed potency because I'm disputer, according to them, right? Well, I could see you stabbing potency, though. Regardless if you're disputer or not, I could see it. Yeah, I mean that's you know that's fair. You know I'm a I am a I am a cold blooded motherfucker. So yeah, absolutely. We are joined on the call now by Baron X. We're gonna leave him muted for the time being, just because uh, if we would have had him on the call when we were doing thank yous to everybody, uh, this guy would have probably just talked for about ten hours. So it's not. It's, I'm just kidding, Baron X. It's nothing personal. Everybody's muted right now. All right. Let's see who raised their hands to who's trying to. Uh, oh, it looks like PGO accidentally got muted. You good? Yeah, oh, yeah. No. I, I, you good? I, I, okay. Trying to do some other shit. But right. yeah, yeah, no, I'm back. All right, copy that. So um, now, uh, you know, with that out of the way, let's get right into uh, – and oh, I'm sorry. Let me also say we owe a big thank you to TGO for running the post-PPV awards. He does this – uh, I've 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 done it twice. I know one it is a it is a thankless job. It's really tough. Um, just trying to get all the organization together. Uh, he has done it by himself for the last two years. Um, so you know, shout outs to TGO. Uh, thank you very much. With that being said, let's go right into it. Uh, TGO, if you're ready, um, you know, take it away. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I'm I'm gonna kind of speed through them because uh, honestly, the awards aren't the uh, most critical part. Uh, I think uh, the the matches themselves and, like you said, the voting and the work that goes into everything behind the scenes is really uh, the magic that happens there. But uh, starting with the Crystal Ball Award, which was already announced uh, when I dropped the ballot, uh, Ty Nusa won, just narrowly edging out Cryptic by uh, one prediction. So that was your Crystal Ball Award. Uh, and we move on to the actual uh, voting portion of the ballot. And it starts with uh, Best Text Battle Diss. And that went to uh, the heavyweight championship match, uh, Slice and Answer, with a runner-up being uh, Boo Bayou versus myself. And then uh, moving on, the next one was Best Audio Diss. And that uh, obviously went to self Top versus MCD, which was our audio diss championship. Runner-up went to Jericho Okay, okay. Best, yep, yep. Best text topical battle. Walking Keys versus Boom versus Rude. Again, championship battle stole the show. Can't uh, say I was surprised there. Uh, Runner-up was Baron X versus Revolution. Best audio topical battle went to uh, Tainted Scrolls versus Self-Savior. With a runner-up being... Uh, Dabble versus Kid Indy. Shout outs to the fill in. Best text performance went to Slice with a runner up being the tie between Rude and Boom. Best audio performance was a tie in that it went to uh, MCD and Cryptic. Runner up was also a tie and it went to Jericho and Self Tot. They all uh, were pretty even and all that. It was close. Best uh, topical performance went to Boom with a runner-up being Rude. No surprise there. Championship match. Uh, Showstopper went to El Esbano with a runner-up being Dabble MC. Staircase went to... Yeah, yeah, right? Staircase went to Kel Ill, which 
I, I swear he's won it at least two other times, and I don't know why, but I guess he did really step it up. It's just weird when people talk about elevation. But I guess he is constantly elevating. I've just always considered Kelo that kind of uh, artist, or at least for a long time now. He's proven his point to me. So I'm always surprised to see him get nominations for Staircase. But just because I've always held him in a high regard. Runner-up on that one being Cryptic, who definitely did uh, turn a lot of heads this uh, year. Vivid Visions went to Revolution, uh, doing a rare topical. It was cool to see him do something different. That was a pretty dope battle him and Baron did. Runner-up on uh, Vivid Visions was Tainted Scrolls. Sinister Syllable Award went to Boom. Runner-up, Evil-Minded. Best Punchline Award, uh, I won with the stupid stroke change title, She Looks at You uh, Bar, which was whack as fuck. But uh, runner-up and should be the winner was Air with the subliminal punches in the graphics. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. oh my god wait a minute <laughs> people yeah, voted uh, on that how many, tell me how many yeah. votes got that shit please there was, there, there, believe it or not there was only uh, there was only like 12 or 13 ballots total it was uh, low for uh, ballot submissions and uh, wow. only yeah it, it, and it got three which is uh, a lot for that one because like I said I still have the problem <laughs> quote in the bar and just saying just saying like okay that person had seven bars or five bars holy shit the most (laughs) you know i i found that so uh it was it was a nice touch though i mean you might as well nobody you know most people don't think about the credits and uh he turned it into something of his own so it was a cool thing to see in a graphic battle uh but the most important award uh Best Voter Award, and it is a tie between uh, my man Kel Ill and Nuisance, uh, who didn't even have a battle in the show. So uh, shout out to them. Runner up was a tie. All of y'all kick ass in that. So uh, good shit, guys. And that is your awards for the pay per view. Johnny Ray from Memorial 4, guys. Congratulations to all the winners. Yeah, Nuisance, I definitely voted for your ass on that one. And you you deserve that so congratulations you earned that proud of you you did you did some serious work at the uh at the pay-per-view as far as voting is concerned both in the number of votes that you put down and the quality because uh, it, it is hard to come across quality votes as well especially if you read some of dia six votes but we're gonna we're gonna get into that a little bit later because your boy is a fucking idiot um like just a legitimate retard uh i didn't know that i didn't know that a potato oh was allowed to use internet access but yeah but um we are about to get into you know we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk about this pay-per-view for sure um and uh we're gonna get started right away with let me see if i can pull up the pull the card up here real fast um, all right, so uh, we're going to get right into it, and we are going to start with uh, the opening match of the pay-per-view, uh, which was, if I'm not mistaken, was the graphic battle. Um, first battle being, a, unfortunately, a fill-in. Uh, kind of disappointing to see that. Uh, MCD did uh, remove himself 
uh, from the battle. Uh, probably just had a lot going on, my understanding. I wanted to focus on the audio match. Um, it was Walking Keys and MCD originally. Uh, it ended up being a fill-in from Arcan with a movie poster. Uh, so let's let's get into that. Uh, TGO, Kellil, uh, thoughts? Yeah. So how about Walking Keys took his graphic and re- and made and wrote the plot for his movie as his submission for the title match? Anybody <laughs> else catch that? He, yes. If you look at the picture, yeah, I mean, he, I he, thought he that was creative. I thought that was creative, but... And he he always does something unique. I think last year it was the the video to go with it, you know, the sounds in the background with the the little YouTube video. Read at a moderate pace. He always always has a little gimmick, and it's it's interesting. It it didn't pan out this time, but a a lot of times that's what sets him over the edge. But uh, as far as as a graphic, I, I really felt like he nailed it as a graphic. It was like... Like I said in my vote, it was uh, it took me back to Blockbuster when I was a kid. You know, that that looks like the type of poster you would have seen on the wall in Blockbuster. It looked authentic nineties. It, it wasn't poster. the greatest movie poster, but with the time that Arkin had to work on his, he just didn't have enough time to put. But I, I think the movie poster itself was more comical than it was. <laughs> Uh, keys, keys, like grabbing a, that was like a theme with some of the graphic battles was it, like people were just grabbing, it felt like paparazzi photos and putting them onto, cause I believe, and we'll talk about that match later, but I think Air did almost the same thing. It was like, he grabbed a paparazzi picture and keys used like a red carpet photo, um, yeah, there's a there's a lot going on there, uh, but I, I I can respect the creativity of trying to use the use the movie poster, incorporated into his into his his topical you know the text topical match battle. Uh, that definitely seems like something fucking Walking Keys would do, for sure. It's all it's all about I, taking I appreciate all the, the effort. And it together. Yeah, 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 absolutely. He put a lot of effort into that movie poster. Yeah, I, I I would agree. Uh, I definitely feel like he 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 definitely tried. Um, it there's a lot there that like I struggled with. Uh, it it definitely looks like I'm sorry. It looks like the poster to like one of those bootleg Nigerian action films uh, with like the missile chasing the helicopter. Uh, but you know, um, definitely definitely a solid definitely a solid effort for sure. Um, and big shout outs to Arcan. We didn't, we actually didn't thank him, uh, as one of the fill-ins, but he filled in on this. Um, so shout outs to him. He had probably the shortest notice out of anybody to step in and probably put something together. And he, he still came through. So, you know, shout outs to him. I think it was also his first appearance at a pay-per-view in the number of years he's been here. So... Good shit, uh, though. Good shit. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, it, it's hard pressed to find a fill in. You know that that usually that would get about the only person you're getting last minute graphics from is Rude working on the pay per view. You know, so yeah, yeah it's absolutely. hard to find a fill in in that particular venue for sure. So big big ups to Arcan on that. Welcome to the big show. Yeah. Um, hold on. Let me bring uh Baronex onto the call. He wants to be unmuted. Um, he's being a big fucking baby, so let's go ahead and just unmute him really fast, and he can offer his insight. 
The Baron X rule is now in effect. Thank you. Thank there, you. There, there, there he goes. All right. What's well, up, Baron? I, I, not too much. How are you guys doing this evening? All right. Um, good, so good, good. I, I, I guess uh, to not derail uh, with my presence, I'll talk about the uh, the first battle. Uh, I, I want to say Arkin had a really cool approach to it. It reminded me of like one of those weird like old Russian movies. I forget who the director was, but they were like really involving weird time and like disjointed stories. It looked just like that kind of movie, and I would watch it. I'd watch it. Uh, Keys obviously had the better movie poster. Uh, it looked more like a movie poster. And the the biggest disappointment to me was that he didn't even like smudge the edges to smooth out the image. You know that that's that's my main gripe. So that's all. I I think they both did a good job, but he's definitely had uh, the the slightly more uh, normal <laughs> thing. Uh, okay. Um... Moving on to the next, uh, does anybody else, uh, just remember if you want to chime in um, on the call, uh, there is an option to basically raise your hand so that you can be unmuted and then brought on. Um, I won't, the only person I'm going to leave unmuted for now is Baron X, just because I don't want him to have a nuclear meltdown. Um, but uh, all right, let's move on to That's the fine. next. The next battle, um, and that would be, uh, and we have an we already have an award winner off of this. Uh, so shoutouts to L. Esbano. Um, but the text topical match between Big Bird and L. Esbano, I like this match. I thought this was a really good battle. Um, was pleasantly surprised by it. Uh, I um, definitely slept on the battle itself. Um, I didn't even I hadn't even seen what the topic was until the battle went off. So to see it, I thought it was I thought it was really dope. Um and I thought the both of them just really came with two entirely different takes. Um but they both wrote really fucking well. Uh really entertained by the battle, thought it was dope and a really nice way to kind of to kick things off. Um so yeah, I I feel like a lot of times the low, you know those lower card battles have a tendency to just get the votes come in super fast because we're trying to push through things. Um, but I want to give these guys you know they're just due. Really fantastic battle and Ellis Bono obviously made a big impact here, um, winning an award straight away. Uh, so you know absolutely really good battle, uh, Kelly Little TGO. Yeah, yeah no, uh, I, I think it was. Two contrasting styles. He wrote a really great story with nice twists and turns, but his like his writing and his rhyming wasn't very strong. And conversely, his opponent had just a very good technical piece. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, I definitely. Uh can agree with what he said. Uh, Big Bird uh, wrote a hell of a piece. I was pleasantly surprised. I'd seen some uh, more topical work from Ellis Bono and the GSL than I had Big Bird coming in. 
And uh, I, I'm pleasantly surprised. He was he was definitely more polished, but uh, I really feel like he got outwritten as far as the depth of the story that Ellis Bono had. But uh, it was definitely a step in the right direction for both of them. They really uh, had two of their best showings, and pick, you can't pick a better time than the pay-per-view stage to put your name out there, you know? So big ups to both of them. It was definitely an enjoyable read. Baron X, your thoughts? Does Baron X want to offer his insight on the topical match? Oh, sorry. I had my, my microphone muted on this end because I was uh, doing the courtesy thing. Um, so uh, basically, I wasn't surprised at all that Ellis Bono was as impressive as he was. Because uh, I saw him when he joined uh, uh, the GSL and started writing, and I saw him, like, evolving during the GSL season, and, like, he was really impressive. So I knew he was going to show up uh, on the pay-per-view stage. I think it was impressive. It was a cool show that he, he can break out from the style that he kind of got into during the GSL season. Uh, and it, it was just a really good verse. So my hat's off. Yeah, it was a it was a really really good battle. Um, you know, hopefully, hopefully the two of them you know keep at it. I mean, Big Bird obviously will uh, El Espano as well. A um, little disappointed in the lack of voting from the both of them. Uh, you know, that's that's a big part of it as well. But shout outs to those guys for really stepping it up with a fire battle uh, very very early on. Um, next up. Um, I know that he's at, he just mentioned that he's at work and that this, so I'm trying to give him a, a heads up on talking about his match. This might not be in order of, of the actual battles that dropped because um, it's all out of whack on the card right now. So if it's a little bit disjointed when we kind of go over some of those matches, I do apologize. It might be a little out of order unless somebody has the order of how they dropped. If Disputer has it and wants to send it to me um if he's still here at the moment i would appreciate it otherwise uh we are going to talk about um hopefully ness is on the call ness if you are here um we're going to talk about jim glocks and ness uh another text topical matchup um and a really dope showing from a really dope showing from ness here a really good battle um which if i'm not mistaken went the way of of Ness, um, you know, we had uh, I think the topic was encounter with a thief, and they took they took two two different approaches to it. Um, Jim Glocks definitely went with a you know, like stylistically went with the the what, what's kind of what he's known for, um, and uh, Ness was a little bit more subtle um in terms of the metaphors i know like even for me i didn't catch it at first and then went back afterwards it was something that definitely stuck with me um writing about depression is something that that is a standout um so yeah it was really a really good battle from the both of them um a lot of slick work from jim glocks nice to see him back on the stage um but ness definitely brought it for sure so a uh, fire battle from both of those guys shout outs to them um your thoughts fellas yeah, um, 
it was definitely a good show in between two veterans. Uh, I think I uh, headed into it. The general consensus that was that uh, Jim Glock was the slight favorite just because uh, this uh, well-established and topical doesn't have the same pedigree, per se. But uh, they both definitely brought it, and uh, Ness definitely uh, put his name up there with that verse. It was, it was a solid showing for both of them. Uh, I think uh, Ness had the more polished and direct story and really kind of played to uh, the reader, you know, playing on the emotional aspect and had better imagery, whereas uh, Jim Glock kind of fell into one of the pitfalls I've noticed in some of his verses where he almost wants to be just a little too abstract and uh, some of the lines don't necessarily add to the story and it almost waters down the story for the sake of trying to be complex. And it's still a good verse from both of them, but I I definitely have to say uh, Ness uh, edged it in my uh, opinion. Yeah, so uh, I thought that Baron X was going to write a Tolkien-style verse, and Ness and Jim Glock beat him to it. Like, they, they, wrote, they wrote really well, but like it was just so descriptive. I was like, man, when is that leaf going to fall out of that tree? What's the matter, bro? You got a problem with, uh, with, with J.R.L. Tolkien? Huh? I, I love I like the movies the... they make out of his books, but his his books are more difficult to read because it, it talks for 50 pages about the texture of the leaf. So obviously that's an exaggeration, but just not just not my style. I like to read what what gets what gets to me uh, as I'm reading. Jaisal made a comment but, that he he that he did not he didn't get the second metaphor from Ness's verse. The biggest metaphor is that depression is the thief. That's how it relates back to the topic. It's a thief that takes happiness away from you. Um, to in a in a very very quick nutshell that's what the second metaphor was baronex your thoughts got another text topical match here what did you think i thought uh ness was definitely impressive uh i really loved his uh his like alliterative language like the you know his his beaming brighter till it becomes brazenly blissfully and sets and shading silhouettes sights breathtaking as the beauty of simplicity spans like so much alliteration in there uh i think his rhymes were were definitely nice they're better than i than i i've really seen them but you know still i would want to see more in terms of like tightening the mechanics because that's really where jim glock's got it you know that's that's how he took him down because jim glock's just put on the muscle with mechanics and really, really strong imagery and storytelling. And I, I for me, I thought Jim Glock's won the battle, uh, but Ness definitely impressed. And I hope to see more, man. I'm glad you came out. I'm glad I, I somehow had some part in uh, motivating you to, to do it. So... Yeah, I actually I agree with you. Uh, I thought I thought Jim Glock. I thought it was really really close. But I I part of my enjoyment for Ness's verse was that uh, I, I think it probably struck it probably struck a chord with me more because like I personally 
related to it. Um, whereas with Jim Glocks, I just felt like from a mechanical standpoint, he did he did write better than Ness did. Um, so I'm 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 there with you. Um, but I do think it was a I thought it was a very very close battle, um, which is good. You know, we I, it was it was good to see that, and I'm I'm glad Ness was able to to kind of get the redemption that he was looking for. Um, so, uh, excellent battle between those two. Um, moving on, uh, we have a text dis battle here uh, between um, Archaeologic and Dead Roses. Um, so let's let's get right into that. Um, setting it off with a, a, a fire text disc battle between two of these guys. This was fuck. This was fucking dope. Uh, Dead Roses um, has been consistent on the pay-per-view stage for uh, quite a while now. Um, and I think right out, right out the gate killed it with the uh, stab in the dark uh, potency punchline. That Homer Simpson punch was fire as fuck. Um, you know, I think if you're a fan of Tyanusa, uh, you are pretty much a fan of Dead Roses because those two just have such a similar similar style. Per, uh, personal heavy, but really creative with the flips. Um, if you're a Tex battler, Tyanusa and Dead Roses are the guys that you should be studying if you want to figure out how to turn a personal into a good punchline. Um, that shit was dope as fuck. Um, uh, Archaeologic, um, I thought was really... He's consistent as well. He's also uh, been at quite a few of the pay-per-views doing Texas battles. He's battled, um, he's battled Grimsy Reaper. He's battled Jericho, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, he's one of those guys reminds me a lot of kind of new, uh, uh, kind of in the wheelhouse of nuisance or evil minded. Um, really, really slick, slick rhyming attempts to usually double punch, um, uh, which is dope to see. Uh, I think he kind of dropped the ball with this verse personally. Uh, just um, wasn't putting it all together, um, and that's tough against an opponent like Dead Roses, who is typically very consistent. Um, but it was a good style clash between the two of them. Um, it was nice to see Archaeologic on the stage. I'd like to see him a little bit more consistent throughout the year battling, because I definitely think he's a he's a a surefire lightweight title or middleweight title contender. Um, if he were to be a little bit more consistent with his drops to kind of keep his head sharp. Uh, Kel Ill, TGO. TGO, especially, I'm looking forward to hearing your thoughts on this. Yeah, no, uh, I, Dead Roses definitely uh, won this for sure. Uh, you mentioned the, you mentioned the uh, his opening bar, the potency bar. I mean, anyone openly predicting a win for this hopeless and speed, that's a bigger stab in the dark than those that don't potency, supposedly. I mean, it, 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 as far as timing-wise, and, you know, what went on leading up to the pay-per-view. And somebody had to do it, you know, and that, I, I, I think he definitely uh, stole the show as far as the potency jokes, you know. He, he, used, he, he used it and uh, made it pretty memorable. And uh, there, was, there was several fire-ass bars. You mentioned the Homer bars. Uh, that uh, This whole bar was fire. The yo, man, where's the passion at? Used to be labeled an up-and-coming top tier, but now it's like UCLA. You're the last in the pack. Everything he's crafted is wax. So change names because he's no longer a beast like Bell's Prince after Gaston's attack. I mean, it was just that 
He's that was it. fire. Yeah, that was fire. That was fire. That, that was a dope ass fucking double jab right there. And uh, just good shit. And Archaeologic, he, he, he's got it and he doesn't. Because he has, he has bars. Like his opener was good. We can the Bernie's. That was pretty that was pretty good. He, he fell into the kind of cliche using the dead rose, but, you know, just going back and forth between dead and rose, dead and rose. And then he, but he also struggles with uh, some pretty uh, whack bars, like Yukona Nusa. Like, I, 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 we get that he's referring to as similar styles to Tai Nusa, but one, Yukona Nusa. Like, you're already reaching because we know you're coming with a tie flip now. But, and, and then he mispronounces it. Wow. Yeah. Well, he, in he, in he his in his def- in his defense for that bar, I really like the saute. I like the saute flip though. Like I thought that was a I, dope. I thought that was dope. The saute flip was the only bar of his that I enjoyed at all. I thought the rest of his verse was generic. Yeah, uh, I, yeah, I, I didn't like it. I, I, I'm big on not uh, on using the wrong. If you use the wrong vowel sound, I, I it kills the wordplay for me. If you're changing the vowel sound in somebody's name, which I mean, I get. Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tie because it's tie, not tay. Yeah, that's yeah. a fair point. Yeah, I yeah, and I, I I'll be honest. Um, I I think the because I thought the flip was so creative, I I think I completely put that part to the side. Um, but that's actually that's a really relevant point that you bring up, and I didn't even think of that. That yeah, he did completely mispronounce his name. So uh, that's fair. That's fair. But still, his best bar. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. Well, it's it's when he you can tell when when Ar- if you read uh, archaeologics writing, it's definitely easy to see the live like the that URL um, that URL influence in how he like formats it, um, and just like if you were to say it out loud in your head, I feel like I can follow that pattern. It's also easy to tell when he's running out of ideas because he'll run to the well and grab like a sports punchline every single time. If if he's running out of shit, he just goes right back to the well, does a couple of fucking does a couple of fucking sports related punchlines and then calls it a day. And I think he had one in there about the Spurs and like Phil Jackson. So, yeah, I, I just knew right away. I was like, yeah, he just doesn't have the material for Dead Roses. And to be fair, Dead Roses is kind of a tough guy to write for. Uh, him and Ty Nusa, a lot of those guys, those those two don't have a ton. They don't have aliases or a ton of personals to kind of to hit them on. So you know, it is it is a challenge. But I think if Archaeologic was a little bit more consistent with his battles, he'd have probably had a sharper sword for this. Um, Baron X, your thoughts? We're gonna give Baron X a second because he is either. Oh, uh, sorry, I had it muted again. I, I keep muting it just in case so I don't make, like, sounds and stuff when I don't want to speak. Uh, so I'll, I'll try and make it quick. Uh, I thought that uh, Dead Rose's mechanics were significantly tighter than Archaeologic. Uh, both of them had cool concepts, but Dead Rose's uh, uh, over, overall, I would say, was more creative for me. I felt like his, his punches were more new. Uh, they, they felt fresher, I guess. And, uh, I mean, they both had good name flips. Uh, they, they both, uh, I, I heard you guys, uh, talking about the, uh, the, uh, mispronouncing, which, you know, I, I can, uh, you know, I can definitely agree with that. That, uh, that kind of makes bars a little disappointing, but both of them wrote very solid. Okay. 
moving on to the next match, um, I actually skipped this one. It was a little bit out of order, so I apologize to the both of them. Um, and we do have one of the participants here on the call. I don't know if uh, they'll be joining us to actually give some input on it, but let's talk about the graphic battle, our second um, on the card, between Rude and Air. Um, I thought this was cool. Um, I feel <clears throat> I feel like uh, um, Rude definitely came in very, very strong. Um, and uh, had a really good had a really good movie poster. A uh, little, I'd like to see something different uh, for graphic battles, um, as opposed like we did. We had two two battles centered around um, movie posters. So yeah, it's not the first. It's not, I don't think it's the first time it, it's been first pay per view that that's been used as a graphic topic is movie posters. Yeah, yeah, it was the the last time. Uh, I think if I'm not mistaken, the last time it, there was a graphic battle at a pay per view, it was a movie poster. Yeah, it was the one in 2017. Um, I think the the last the last one off the top of my head that I can remember graphic battle is. First one that comes to mind is Charleston James and Mike McDank, like years and years ago, and that was like an album cover one. So it'd be nice to see. It, it would have nice. To, it would be nice to see a deviation, um, in in what was being presented. But overall, it was a really good battle. Uh, Rude came in, brought some. I, I thought her piece was was really cool. It was pretty obvious to tell that she had rendered, uh, like the <laughs> I think the actor's head was definitely like on like a video game graphic um nuisance i agree uh the i i do think there should be a, a, a graphics title but we also don't really have a lot of graphics battles so uh it was a clean blend rude to be fair uh rude or uh, i'm sorry air let's talk about that poster though can we talk about the credits for a second that man nearly won the best pay-per-view plan. That would have been a first. That would have been history right there to win best pay-per-view punchline on a movie poster for a graphic battle. Shout-outs to Air. That was crazy. Well, that, uh, that shit was fun. I, I, I remember I remember going back and rereading through it two or three times. I mean, he, he, he throws there's more than just the fucking J-Soul as, as bitch boy. There, there, there's several of them. He... He put some thought into it. He didn't just type random shit down there. And it was a, it was a nice touch. It really was. Yeah, it, it, it almost, it almost won me over. But I, I definitely feel like Rude had the more polished product as far as what you want to see out of a movie poster. It, 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 it definitely didn't look as dated as Ayers did. Ayers had a, an older vibe to it. Didn't it look as clean. Ayers looked like he took a picture and just rendered the background red. And then he wrote all his movie stuff on it. I and what's crazy is like the the was it I think it was Sam Elliott was it was it Sam Elliott was the it was, it was. Yeah, it was oh, Sam, Sam Elliott. Elliott right yeah it was Sam Elliott like the picture that he used what, the the movie title was I think Guilty Until Proven Innocent <laughs> and like you look at the movie you look at the poster and Sam Elliott's face clearly says like I. I molested a child, so it's like I all right. I already I already know. Now, now, now he's guilty until proven innocent. 
Yeah, I'm, I, oh, that's right. Gu yeah, guilty until proven innocent. No, that motherfucker's guilty. Like, I, I don't know why he had to pick the biggest pedophile picture of Sam Elliott that has ever been taken. Like, he just looked like he got caught with his hands in the proverbial cookie jar. Um, but yeah, uh, it, that was, it was a bad picture, and it definitely fit the theme of people using people using like paparazzi photos for their movie posters. I don't understand. But uh, man, shout out another to thing with his poster too, he didn't follow the dimensions guideline. This poster's a lot smaller than Rude's. I'm pretty sure he made that shit on his phone. So yeah. I mean, well, he I did. I mean, <laughs> he made it on his phone. Oh man! The, you know the what? One thing that really me. that really hurt it for me was the text that he chose because the color blended with Sam Elliott's jacket, and it made it dif more difficult to read. Yeah, that 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 classic tweed jacket with the mothballs in it for sure. Um, but yeah, no, uh, excellent job by Rude. It was a good battle. It's always good to see, um, graphic battles on the card. It was a nice, uh, we, I, I think we had a really good, uh, pacing for a lot of the battles this time. Everything was evenly broken up. Um, and our next battle that we have is, um, actually a text topical. Uh, and this was between J Soul and D bars. Um, how did you guys feel about that battle? Okay, uh, destroyed D bars. Yeah, D bars kind of shit the bed. Felt like there was a lot of effort into it. It wasn't a horrible piece, but it was. He definitely had a lot more real estate he could have used to make his piece better. Jay told the more thought had the more thought out piece. It uh, it, it wasn't as close. I mean, there was uh, there wasn't a whole lot of problems with the bars piece it just wasn't going to hold up given the line limit and uh the amount of real estate he was up against he just didn't utilize the space that he had to expand upon his story and you know sometimes less is more but uh sometimes it's not you know and so it to me it was a pretty clear-cut win for uh jay soul it was actually one of the better topicals i've seen him drop was uh him showing he could uh, write at that top tier level where I had it previously seen that from him. So it was good to see uh, him notch that win there. Actually, yeah, I disagree. Uh, I think D-Bar's verse was bad. I think anybody with the basic concept of the English language could have wrote that verse because it was very basic, very simple. And it's a shame because J-Soul wrote one of his best pieces and he wasted it against no effort. Uh, I'll, I'll did somebody comment, die? I suppose. What do you mean? Did somebody die? I'll tell <laughs> I'll just make it a joke. I don't know what he uh, died. Uh, I I would say with regards to D bars verse, uh, I I feel like uh, he he kind of got off put from like the the really kind of crazy zany stuff that he did during GSL. Uh, and he went for a much more like condensed, simpler, uh, more, I, I, in his mind, I guess, uh, like rigorous uh, uh, style, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be consistent, right? 
but I feel like his his rhymes weren't quite tight enough. Like it felt like his you know his multis didn't feel like strong multis. I guess is the main point. Uh, Jayla Soul uh, wrote a really solid verse. Uh, I think it's some of the best writing that I've seen from uh, Jayla Soul. Uh, I I really liked uh, I, I I liked I liked the feeling he evoked. I liked uh, the the word choice was nice. You know, rocking out with some Poseidon and Caribou Lou and Chardonnay. Like it was it was a very creative endeavor. Uh, and I, I mean, I was just really impressed with uh, Jay. Uh, D-Bar's also had a good showing, but I feel like the rhymes need to be tightened if you want to, uh, you know, if you want to win against uh, a, a top uh, Jay LaSalle. Yeah, it's uh, definitely a shame to see. I liked, hey, man, I guess I'll be the dissenter. I liked D-Bar's verse. Um, you know, sometimes less is more. It's very clear that yes, he he rushed it in, um, and it doesn't hold up to the substance that Jaisal brought. Um, but I still thought it was a I thought it was a solid piece. Um, but Jaisal had a lot of standouts, man. He he uh, he did not come to fuck around, and uh, you know it's unfortunate that. Um, the match wasn't as competitive. Uh, I think, you know, had it been, then obviously that that win looks a lot, probably carries a lot more weight on it. Um, so, you know, that's that's definitely a little bit of a disappointment. I'd like to have seen D-Bars go all out to kind of give him that that competition, but that doesn't take anything away from what Jay Soul wrote. He brought a really, really good piece. It was polished as fuck. Um, and just... A lot of slick rhyming that's in there. So, you know, hats off to him. He did a great job. We're going to uh, unmute him really quick, see if he's on He's on the call, and see if he wants to give some insight into the battle. Jason? Can you hear me? Yep. All right. Uh, I'm, I'm just kind of disappointed that he pretty much mailed his shit in. Um, I was hoping for a really good battle. I wrote my ass off, expecting the best of D-bars. Um... Dabble dropped a really good verse that I much rather have competed against, <laughs> but uh, it is what it is, and I just hope I get better battle next year. Yeah, absolutely. Um, still, uh, again, a good battle. Um, you know, would would like to see D bars make a return to form, but at this point, you know, that's kind of up in the air. Um, I know his activity has been kind of it's been. Pretty hit or miss, almost non-existent. Um, I know this was kind of a surprise for him, so maybe he just wasn't able to commit. But still, you know, shout outs to him for, you know, still being able to put something forth. Uh, and yeah, hats off to Dabble for stepping up with that that surprise uh, potential fill-in. So um, that was that was very dope. Um, we are going to move on to the. The next battle is actually the an audio topical, and this is a this is the three-way battle. We have Cryptic here on the call. Uh, this was the this was the three-way, and one of our one of the most viewed battles. Maybe that's illusion going back and <laughs> viewing the battle and then groaning every vote that wasn't in his favor. <laughs> but uh, a three-way battle between illusion, uh, wreck, and cryptic. 
a really dope battle, surprising overall. Uh, let's let's get into this. Um, you know, what are you guys' thoughts? Yeah, uh, it was a dope battle, at least two out of three. Uh, I, Illusion got votes, and I'm not sure if people heard the same track I did. I did not think it was very good at all. I thought it was average at best and uh, really just mild. I wasn't very impressed with it, whereas uh, Wreck and uh, Cryptic fucking killed it, period. And uh, Cryptic was more of a just a strong performance. I don't think you could really say he was on topic at all. But uh, it was definitely a highlight performance. I mean, he won, he tied for uh, audio t- audio performance of the event. So uh, shout-outs to him on that. It was definitely a good track. Probably had uh, more replay value than uh, a lot of other audio topicals, but uh, it wasn't to the topic. And uh, I feel like Rex definitely, of the three, nailed the topic and uh, had the uh, one of the strongest pieces of the pay-per-view as far as audio topicals. He wrote a really solid uh, piece, and I, I, I think it was uh, pretty dope. Stills, stills, you know, it was a, it was a nice uh, journey. It was it, there's a lot to the story, and uh, I felt like he had a really strong showing. Felt like he uh, should have got that win if he didn't. I, I can't remember if Cryptic actually uh, won that or not. I believe Cryptic did pick up the W there. Yeah, I, my it was definitely close between them. I, again, though, on a te- as far as being a, a topical battle, I feel like you have to write at least make an attempt to tie back into the topic, and I don't feel like Cryptic did that in his track. But aside from that, it was obviously pretty damn dope. Uh, I think, Cryptic, are you able to, can we put you on the call? I know, I know this motherfucker's here. Okay, you know what, we'll just, how about, nah, you just, you just, uh, you just chill in the chat then. Look, the uh, first thing I want to say on that battle is that just because people don't vote for you does not mean they're haters. Once you learn that, you might actually start to improve. Jesus Christ, you're a grown man crying about an online battle that you actually got votes on, that people were actually impressed with what you did. So grow the fuck up, man. And on to the two participants who... Didn't shed a tear. Cryptic, I actually voted for him for the best audio performance because I was so impressed by that by that verse. It, it was insane, the flow, the delivery. the I thought it was a creative take on the topic. I know a lot of people didn't think he was on topic, but I thought it was a creative take. And he, he went outside the box while the other two kind of went the direction everyone expected. And then everybody seemed like they didn't like Rex Hook, but I thought his hook was dope as hell. I think it was just a little bit of a mixing issue, which I actually heard the track prior, and the mix sounded way better than the track that actually got posted. So I don't, I don't know what went wrong there, but Cryptic just destroyed the competition in that battle. As good as the other two were, he was just head and shoulders above that. Yeah, uh, Cryptic went the fuck off, man. I don't know. I I am one of the people that did not like Rex Hook. I I hated that shit. I, that that kind of that that really took me out out of the headspace to really enjoy it. 
and pretty much tanked any of the replay value for me. Uh, I was pleasantly surprised with what Illusion brought to the table. I will I will be fair. Uh, uh, I think I had the bar set really low. I'm, I'm sure that comes as no surprise on the last show. I pretty much took a fat shit all over Illusion. Not that the guy doesn't deserve it, but being objective, I thought he brought a good... I thought he had a good track. I really, I, I thought he had a good track, uh, but Cryptic was just fucking bananas, man. Um, absolutely insane. Uh, we got Cryptic. We're gonna bring him on the call. Um, he's got his mic plugged in. Cryptic, welcome. Um, let's hear, let's hear from you. Uh, how do you feel about the battle? Fucking dead bananas. <laughs> dead bananas, my guy. Yes. Honestly, like I, I really felt like illusion. Illusion brought it. I felt like Wreck brought it. Uh, honestly, I felt like it was a really evenly matched battle. Um, I totally get where people are coming from when they say I didn't, I didn't write to the topic, but I felt like I tied in like, honestly, like half my lines were tying into the topic. It's just the way that I came at it. But I totally get where people are coming from where they say I didn't take the take on the topic that was expected to be taken. I guess. Yeah, I for me, I think the just because the tone of the drop, I don't know. The, my first interpretation was, oh man, this dude's going in, and it felt, I don't know, maybe maybe it's just like, maybe it's just my perception of what audio topical battles are, where I just imagine somebody rapping about some sad shit, followed by like a hook that is not enjoyable. Um, like that's, I think that's my expectation a lot of times with audio topicals. That's no offense to anybody. I think that's just purely my perception of it. So when like somebody just gets on, just starts fucking rapping, uh, especially in that kind of aggressive tone, it definitely felt like you were just you were trying to make a statement to to people on the site. But to be fair, that that topic also is so broad that you could pretty you pretty much just fucking write about anything and you'd be like, oh yeah, that relates to the topic somehow. Like even if it's loosely related. So um you know i don't i i i thought your shit was just head and shoulders above everybody else so you know absolutely insane drop appreciate that man like i i feel like illusion and wreck both have aggressive styles so i felt like i wanted to come at them in an aggressive way but not like at them as a disc because it wasn't a disc at all and i'm not an aggressive rapper but i don't know i i i feel like it was a really good battle and i like both of their both of their drops yeah, it was it was a very dope battle. A, a soured a little bit by Illusion being a salty bitch, um, but you know that's okay. We should have all expected that. Um, you know, shoutouts to Wreck, uh, Baronex, um, as as one of our red, resident top, topical heads. What's your take on it? We're gonna give him a second because he's got to unmute. And uh, sorry, I was uh, no, you're good. stuff. Which uh, which battle are we talking about? This is the uh, the, the triple threat between the freeway. Okay. Yes. Okay. Uh, I was uh, I was definitely impressed with uh, Illusion. I thought he uh, he did well. Uh, I, I I gotta say uh, I really enjoyed uh, Cryptic's verse as well. Um, I. I, I don't know. I mean, this uh, this was a really uh, a really difficult battle to uh, to try and judge, but uh, yeah, I, I thought uh, Illusion killed it, uh, Wreck killed it, and I I enjoyed Cryptic's first. You know, <laughs> it's just uh, 
I, I don't know. I mean, this this battle was close for me. So. All right. Um. So moving on from uh, the the triple threat audio topical, we have another text disc battle. Um, excited to hear my co-host's thoughts on this, as he was one of the participants. We've got a classic between uh, the relative newcomer to the site, but certainly not a newcomer to text battling in Blue Bayou uh, and TGO. Uh, I like this fucking battle. And I'll, I'll say first and foremost, I know TGO probably doesn't like his closer, but I thought it was fire. Um, I enjoy seeing TGO. I, I honestly had you slated to lose um, because I thought you were just going to come with some name flips, and I just didn't think it was going to be enough. Um, but uh, I, thought you, I thought you really brought it. And uh, I was also a little bit concerned that doing some of the short bar that you've been doing on, like, RB might hinder you, but no, you did you did really really fucking well, um, and uh, you know came with that 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 personal approach. I hadn't seen any of uh, Bayou's battles on other sites recently, so I didn't know about like the the personals that were being used against him or anything like that. But you obviously did your research, so that was that was pretty dope. Uh, and in Blue Bayou's defense, uh, definitely coming in not being a long bar guy, and and dropping as consistent as he did. I mean, that was a heavyweight, that was a heavyweight verse. And to come do that on someone else's turf, you know, where no one knows him and to still get votes. And, you know, it was a, it was a, it was a dope battle for sure. Uh, I definitely would advise that he don't put ad libs after his punchlines anymore. Um, Cause that's a little dated. Uh, but aside from that, it was a really, really dope battle. Um, but I'd like to hear your take on it, TGO, because uh, it sounds like you're a little disappointed in it. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, just uh, wasn't as uh, uh, it wasn't as fulfilling of a battle to write. Uh, uh, I, I didn't like. Uh, I, I was told by several people uh, that I should have uh, omitted the two-stroke bars that it was crossing the line, and in a lot of ways, I feel like it is. But I know it's battle rap at the same time. I, I definitely feel like. Uh, Blue wrote a hell of a verse. Uh, I think uh, the some of the angles, you know, that he took, I've just been seeing more on rap royalty, and that always plays to your a, a new guy's disadvantage when you're writing against somebody that's established on a site if you don't know what lines have been flipped 600 times. But I, I feel like it was a solid verse. The guy's a great writer. I've battled him on other sites. Uh, very consistent uh, writer dope wordplay and uh i think it, it i think he uh showed what he brings to the table it'd be cool to see him stick around but uh it was it was an enjoyable battle i feel like it was a good battle we put on the show i just uh wish i had written a different verse i guess but uh, good battle. That's, yeah that's i now i do i i do see what your uh i do see what your like your your point of view on that um you know, it's, uh, I, I try to, I, I get the whole not trying to get too personal or some, you know, some stuff being off limit, you know, that's a personal choice to make. So I get that, but I do also feel like the way you, the way that you, the way that you threw the punches, um, they were very heavy handed. So, uh, but yeah, blue had a hell of a verse. I don't think he'll stick around personally. 
um, just based on he didn't leave any feedback on any of the other on any other battles at all, uh, which was disappointing to see. So I think you know pretty it was selfish. A, it was a one and done type of deal, um, you know, uh, but it was still a really great battle. Uh, good opportunity to see a legend like that kind of come in and and have a good have a good battle. Uh, but yeah, fire overall. Um, you know, very very dope. Uh, Kelly, what are your thoughts? Uh, I just have one question for TGO. Maybe maybe I just didn't get the bar, but the Ryan Dunn punch just seemed forced. What what were you trying to yeah. trying to get over with uh, that? Yeah, I really don't get how people. To me, it's really simple. I, you, you know who Ryan Dunn is? Yeah, from from, from Jackass. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He, he died. He wrecked his and Porsche. When he wrecked his he wrecked Porsche, because he was drunk. Yes, and it, it, she showed up to. The, I don't remember my bar word for word, but uh, or verbatim, anyways. But it was something about this jackass showed up to a memorial. His homeboys are now stocking up on gallons of Hennessy because they know Ryan, which is his name, done fucked up. And that soon they'll be reaching for bottles to pour shit out in his memory. Pour shit out, pour shit. It's a, it's a, if you're pour not, shit out. yeah, if you're not, if you're not used to, or if you're not really familiar with like the differences between short bar and long bar, that bar is probably going to not hit as hard for you as a, as a voter. Uh, and TGO has been doing a lot of short bar battles and that's also something that's in Blue Bayou's wheelhouse. Uh, I, as soon as I read that, I knew, I knew exactly like that was kind of the, the style that he was going for where it's a little bit more reliant on, um, like subtle wordplay. Uh, it's, like, it's I, I got the bar. I understood the bar. Just like, I just felt like the, the wording with the poor shit out just kind of, I don't know. It just felt like you were, you were trying ha- too hard on that bar to me. I don't know. I mean, to me, it feels to me, push it out, push it out. Seems like it uh, kind of blows pretty good, but I, I yeah, it wasn't. I didn't feel it was you know. forced. No, yeah. it's not okay. I, I, if you're I, nuisance, it could just be an accent thing. I don't know. Yeah, if you're nuisance and you pronounce it Porsche, like the fucking weird ass Brits do. Uh, sure, but uh, no, it was. I thought it was clean. Push it out. Uh, and the the only reason I ask is was it for that bar to me you you would have run away with the battle with that closer you just devastated but that bar just kind of edged it to blue bayou for me and you know it might just be a preference thing yeah we understand they're a european company numb nuts i'm giving nuisance shit because he gets away with forced wordplay because of his accent all the time sit the fuck down boom fucking weirdo uh let's see Nuisance, you know you don't don't what me. You you've been getting away with forced wordplay because of your accent for years. Uh, all right, I'll set the battle up right now. I'm not. Oh, that's why. That's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nuisance and I will do audio. I'll do an audio battle with you. I can't wait to hear that. Let me let's do an audio battle, bro. I can't wait. Uh, um, all right, so dope battle. Um, moving on from there, I think this is. Oh, wait, wait, I'm sorry. My apologies. Baron X, your thoughts on Blue Bayou and TGO?
Uh, I can't talk right now. I'm I'm in the uh, I'm in the kitchen. Um, I'm getting a drink. So fair enough. All right. So um, moving on to the text topical battle uh, between Revolution and Baron X. Uh, I feel like this is gonna be this is gonna be a little bit to talk about because uh, yeah, we've got. Um, there's there's definitely some a little bit of a misunderstanding perhaps. Uh, uh, Revolution wrote a book. What are you guys' thoughts on that battle? Uh, yeah, well, it, think... it was it was a good battle for sure. Uh, definitely a big difference as far as what was uh, considered a line, but I think. Uh, I mean, you, you you say Revo wrote a book, but I I don't feel like he wrote he wrote fifty ridiculously stretched lines. It's fifty lines if you go back and count them. I did it. Baron X has his verse formatted for, formatted to about the same, but I mean, some of Baron Baron's lines he's holding himself to like a twelve word limit almost. You know, like he's trying to write uh, for the shorthand verse. You know, and it's just he left a lot of real estate. He could have expanded on his, and it, it really felt hollow compared to the uh, more expanded upon story that uh, Revo brought to the table. Both were technically sound, and uh, if anything, Baron might have been slightly more polished, but it just didn't have the amount of content to match up with what Revo brought to the table. Not enough depth. Still a really uh, dope show on some two veterans, though, for sure. I loved Baron's take on the topic too. I thought it was really, really dope. Um, Gbot brings up a, a really good point though. There's the word count is fucking unbelievable between the two. Uh, I was, I think somebody plugged both their verses into like a word counter, and it was, I mean, it was a Dr. Seuss book compared to the Bible. Uh, so I mean, it was, yeah, uh, Revolution did did size. Yeah, twelve ninety seven to three ten. I mean, that's a that's an alarming, alarming difference in terms of substance. And, um, you know, I, I, I yeah, but I don't, if I don't, you break that down, if three, if you take three ten and divide it by fifty, you know, you're you're you're, you're what's that going to give you? Roughly uh, six words per line, average for Baron. Oh no, I mean Baron X definitely chose. I don't, and I don't, I do not mean that Baron X wrote a Dr. Seuss ass verse. Like he made a, he made a stylistic choice and a writing choice to, to trim his line, line length down, which is, which is fine. I don't, I don't have an issue with that. Um, I abstained from voting on that battle actually, because I did feel like the substance difference would affect, would affect my vote. Um, and I didn't want to hold that against Baron because I don't I don't think Baron should have been I don't I feel like looking at Rev's verse and then looking at Baron's verse I could see a lot of voters basically being like okay Baron X didn't bring he didn't bring it and Revolution did I, I've seen that happen before with battles where people will undercut someone else and feel like they didn't put the effort in because somebody else has a lot more maybe substance or flash and so for me, I'm just gonna I'm gonna fall back a little bit on that. Um, but I do think they both wrote very very well. I'm interested to hear Baron X's take on the battle um, and see what he thought about it. Um, 
Hell ill, what do you think? Yeah, I thought it was actually a closer battle than the votes showed. Uh, Revolution just had that emotional tug with his piece, and yeah, he had an advantage, and honestly, it might be something to look at in future pay-per-views, because now we've had two pay-per-views in a row where somebody had line length that was kind of not one line, but more like two to four lines. But uh, he wrote a dope piece. It, it was really hard finding his rhymes, though, the way that he formatted it, too. So that, that actually, his format actually kind of hurt him for flow reasons. And then Baron actually, he wrote an actual eulogy. And it was something that you would see at a funeral. Yes. Or, so, you know. Yes. Uh, I think Revolution's true story, though, really kind of pushed him over the top. I don't think it had anything. For me, it had nothing to do with him having more substance. It was just the 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 story that he he brought with it. Yeah, uh, I I agree. I think also there. Yeah, there. I was expecting better flow from Revolution because he's really really good at that. I mean, for people that don't know, Revolution's been probably battling as long as like blue bayou has for those that aren't familiar with revolution it's been on all kinds of sites um you know but i i know i thought baron x brought a really really i i preferred baron x's take on the topic as well um baron x are you there are you able to give us share your thoughts yeah i'm here uh so i mean i gotta be honest uh you gave a, a really challenging topic because you know, it, it was it was so it, it was so wild because you you gave the topic and I knew immediately what I had to write about because if I didn't, you know, what what am I doing? You know, you you say a part of me has died and I go around saying keep the fire alive inside you. Like if I don't try and analyze and like understand the fire through the form of this verse and eulogize the fire, I'm alive. You know, I'm I'm just you know talking out of my uh, out of my butt. So it was it was a real challenge to write because you know it, it was very real. Like I tried to share as much as uh, of myself as I could. You know, my fears, the the things that you know, it, like fear of failure, fear of you know disappointing. You know, all all these things. And I I I know that. Uh, even even for uh, you know just regular standards, I wrote a short verse for sure uh, because it was very difficult writing each line. You know, it it took it took a lot more than you know these just storytelling verses that I write where I can just write description and take up eight lines without having said anything other than describing a tree really eloquently. Like I I decided to to abstain from that because like. There, there's some some beauty in in being you know short with your words and really effective with them uh that said like i really enjoyed revolution's verse i thought he told a great story but when i first opened up the thread like i i knew immediately like i saw his verse i'm like well i'm dead because no matter what you do you have a thousand words more than somebody you're going to tell a better story it's it's just it's just impossible uh, to win against those odds. So I would advocate personally for, for a word count limit because it's it's disappointing to see, you know, the, these drastic uh, word count differences 
because it's not a fair battle at that point. Like if, if you can define a line as, you know, 30 pages, you know, like it's, it just becomes really tough to have fair competition. And that's, you know, I, I respect the revolution. The battle was well-earned. Uh, Disputer even uh, said to me, you know, like, oh, you know, basically like if, if, you know, revolution offered to, to disqualify his verse. And I'm like, no, he earned the win. He wrote a great verse. So that's, that's my, uh, my stance on it. Yeah. Um, that's revolution's a fucking classy dude. What a, what a guy. Um, it doesn't surprise me that he would do something like that. I don't, I don't know personally if, if, I feel like an agreement could probably be, be made between both battlers in private to say like, oh, do you want, can we just do a word? Can we agree to like a word or a, a word count? Um, I don't think that there needs to be a hard rule in place because this battle is a serious outlier for that. Um, we don't have a, a strong history of, with the exception of like probably Diasic and Sanguine Cthulhu's uh, lightweight title match that was just com- uh, the c- complete horse shit. Um, you know, there's not another huge example of that that comes to mind, but I can also understand your feelings on it. Um, like the, the, maybe like the frustration and whatnot. Um, I think it was, I, I think it was actually really cool to see both of you take, you both, you both related it to yourselves. Um, so it was, it was, you both made it really personal, which I thought was really cool. It's nice to see writers kind of get a little bit vulnerable um, with their stuff. So I thought that that was really dope. Um, so I, I appreciate the effort from both of you guys. It was, it was, that was very dope, but I take it that you're not going to let me pick topics for your battles anymore. No, I wouldn't say that. I, I thought it was a great challenge. You know, what, what are we doing as writers if we don't try and, you know, push the boundaries of what we do? That wasn't in my pocket, you know, in terms of experience, but it showed me I need to, you know, Try, try and improve on whatever it was about that topic that was so challenging to write, you know? Yeah, that's fair. So thank you. No, absolutely. Uh, it's, it's a, it was a pleasure to see you guys write to it. Um, you know, I, if I was going to pick topics for anybody, you would be like the first person I would want to, you know, guys like you. There's, there's a couple of you guys that I really enjoy giving topics to because I know you're going to take it to that next level. So I was, I was happy to see that. Um, moving forward from here, uh, we've got another topical match. This time it's audio. Um, this was a really good battle between Self Savior and Tainted Scrolls. Um, excited to, to, to see, uh, to hear Kel Ill's take on it. I wish Self Savior was on the call. Um, you know, I always feel like, uh, as, as much as I love Self Savior, I always feel like he's... I always feel like he's got some sour grapes when it comes to the results of his battles, but uh, we'll get into that. Uh, you know, Kellil, TGO, your thoughts? Well, firstly, I want to say that I was really, really upset that I had to vote on that battle, but it sat there for five hours. And we got some votes. We started, the votes started picking up, but then it just set tied for, for God knows how long. But Self-Savior really impressed me with his storytelling in this. His writing was stellar. It's the best writing I've ever heard from him. 
And then uh, Tainted Scrolls just did typical Tainted Scrolls stuff and, and plucked your heartstrings. But he didn't write about a woman this time. I noticed that. I was proud of him. I was, uh, I was, I, I don't want to say I was impressed with Self Savior because I was expecting this level of quality. Um, but I'm not, uh, Gbot, I'm not saying that Self Savior is like uh, very hurt, but his, he, uh, he definitely has a, he has a, a certain take on how people vote on his battles, and it strikes me as sour grapes whenever he talks about it. That's it. Um, I think he, I think his his opinion of his music and how people interpret it, I think he feels like that's the right interpretation, and that his view on it should be applied to other people. And I think that's kind of narrow. I think it's narrow minded. Doesn't take away from the fact that he's a dope artist. I thought he was awesome, and I personally thought he beat Tainted Scrolls, but that's me. Uh, it was a fire battle though. Both of them really brought it. It was it was super dope. Uh, Tainted's piece surprised me. Um, I was I think I was expecting I think I was expecting a little bit more. Yeah, I, I don't. He didn't tug on my heartstrings. I think I was expecting a really fucking emo piece, and yeah, it 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 didn't strike me as such. So it was a breath of fresh air. It was nice to see him back in in fighting form too. So a very dope battle. PGO. Yeah, no, uh, definitely have to agree. It was it was a dope battle. I think uh, Self Savior really stepped up uh, his the writing aspect of his game, uh, which I think in previous pay per views there's been his hindrance. He outperformed a lot of his opponents for lost battles because he didn't have the substance to match. And here I think he uh, really stepped up the substance, and he had it story, maybe even a slightly better story than Tainted. I just feel like Tainted outperformed him and uh, while maintaining that high level of writing, uh, I was actually surprised at that element of it. I expected Self Savior to kind of out, out-wrap and outperform Tainted Scrolls with Tainted to have more, more substance, but uh, it was kind of almost role-reversed Retainer to having his usual level of substance and just really uh, taking a notch up delivery wise too and really uh, selling his lyrics. But dope battle, both of them definitely uh, put it on the show. Baron X, you got anything? Uh, yep. Yeah. Uh, so for me, Self Savior won this battle. Uh, I thought he had a really good uh, uh, storytelling style. Uh, I was impressed with Tainted Scrolls verse because his delivery was so on point. Like it was, it was definitely the best Tainted Scrolls that you know I I can remember at least. Uh, I I really enjoyed his hook. Uh, in fact, I would almost say that I enjoyed uh, his hook more than Self Savior's. But uh, for me, Self Savior's storytelling was just that much stronger. It, it was it was more visceral, I guess, because. I mean, Tainted Scrolls went for almost like a biblical, you know, like very, uh, you know, very kind of distant, but at the same time, very dope uh, approach in terms of like his story that he told. Whereas Self Savior is like boots on the ground. We're not going to spread any details that are unnecessary and just tell a great story. And 
for me, Self Savior won because of that. Both verses were dope. There's, there's nothing but respect for these guys. Absolutely killed it. Okay. Um, so moving on from the audio topical battle, we head right into a audio disc battle. Uh, and this was between S-Cross and Jericho. Uh, great battle. Um, I had, I, de I definitely had Jericho, I had Jericho winning this, but what a fucking battle, man. What a battle. Um, and it was nice to see it going both ways. So it's, I, I feel like it is, it is that preference battle. And my take on it was, it was, it was really, really close. Um, I had S-Cross winning it going into it. I couldn't tell whether or not uh, Jericho was going to take it seriously, but he, he definitely came with it. Um, just punch after punch after punch after punch. Um, and it's nice for people that don't know these two have history. They've battled before. I think it was on Six Shot, which is Nuisance's old stomping grounds. But yeah, Jericho went off. Um, but that's not to undercut S-Cross at all. S-Cross was dope. I like that he takes the approach of also um, almost like dissing himself. It's like he's setting up counterpunching for his opponent's verse. Like he knows they're going to kind of go probably for the that played gimmick of attacking his sexuality or whatever the case may be. Um, so he had a really nice punchline in there um, specifically about that. And it was it was dope. So a lot of really good stuff in there. Uh, delivery is probably the thing that I struggle with for S-Cross. Um, just, there's just areas where there's, I don't know if it's his breath control or if it's his, um, maybe it's just his accent or just maybe his vocal delivery in general. I don't, I don't think that's the case because I didn't have, I didn't have that criticism with uh, when he battled Pastor Rhymes uh, the previous year. Um, but yeah, it did feel like he was trying to, I don't know. It didn't seem like he was trying to double time, but it definitely did feel like there's like a, a cutoff in his breath control at the end of each, at the end of each bar. I don't know. It just, it was, it, I don't know. It was, it was a little bit of a struggle. Okay. I mean, he told you he was, but it didn't sound like it, uh, G bot. Um, so if, if that was double time, you know, it was pretty slow for some double time. It just it just felt like he was for or he was rushing it out in terms of the delivery. Um, but still, really good showing from him. Had a lot of fucking punchlines in there. It was nice to see these two go at it with the history between the two of them. And I don't think a lot of us really knew that uh, kind of going into it. There was not a lot of they didn't really sell the fight or anything like that. Um, Kel Ill, what are your thoughts? Yeah, so. I think that S Cross outwrote him, outwrote Jericho, but Jericho's was just so funny. Like the that that's what gets me in battles. I like the the comedic aspect of it, and Jericho's delivery kind of set him over the top, especially with the comedy punches. But uh, as far as like wordplay and technical writing, S Cross was was better than Jericho. I mean, he he writes dope punchlines just sometimes his delivery feels a bit stiff to me and uh jericho came out loose and, and plucking it at those comedy strings tanis girls got the heart strings jericho got the comedy strings 
Yeah, that's that's I can agree with that. Uh, um, S Cross had some. Oh man, what was it? The fuck, man, the Petey Pablo punch. He's like, you're the like, you're not even the illest rapper to come out of your like as a state where Petey Pablo is your illest rapper or some shit like that was fucking. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, but yeah, yeah, I I can see that being kind of a, a stylistic difference. I got I got the sense that S Cross was like trying to rip Jericho apart, and Jericho's uh Jericho's take on it was very much like I'm just talking down to you, you're beneath me, and that probably played a part in it too. Yeah, 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 I, I, yeah. yeah, yeah, and it will always come down to preference. And uh, I think uh, stylistically, that's part of the problem with matching up with Jericho in an audio battle is he's gonna make people laugh. He's gonna he's gonna come with some shit that's funny. He's got and he's got the right kind of delivery for it. Uh, I feel like. Uh, it was for Escoff. He had a very well written rush. There was a lot of good punches, but again, delivery. The kind of highlight, which I said, is delivery wasn't there. If you go back to the Pastor Ryan's disc that he did uh, a couple pay per views back or one pay per view ago, uh, it was just a lot more aggressive and at your throat. And while the lyrics and style of his punches were aggressive, I don't feel like the delivery was as at your throat. It certainly just wasn't at the level it needed to be. If he had wrapped that works with the intensity that he did in the past to run this, it might have went the other way, but uh, Jericho was just hitting on all cylinders when he did his thing. And I agree with the way the decision played out, but like Jericho had it, but it was a dope battle and it was uh, awesome to see so many uh, dope audio battles on this card. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Baron X, you have any thoughts? Uh, I just want to say that uh, I, I know in the run-up to the pay-per-view, every single time uh, people doubt Jericho, and I said it before the pay-per-view, I, I was like, he's gonna, you know, he's gonna come in, he's gonna smash some heads, and he's gonna walk out, and he's gonna be talking about Barbasol, and it's gonna be fantastic. Uh, and, I mean... He, he did exactly that. I mean, he had a great a great verse. Uh, not to take anything away from Escross because Escross definitely had a solid verse, but his his uh, enunciation and stuff it, it wasn't as clear. Whereas Jericho was just razor sharp the whole time, had some really really good punches, and I mean he he, he beat him up. Yeah, Jericho is a is a tough person to is a tough person to get matched up against as far as audio is concerned, especially when he's focused. Um, but if anybody was going to give him the run for his money, I think it was it was S Cross, and he certainly did. It was it was close in the votes for sure. Um, dope battle, and I would like to see S Cross make the you know make another return to form, either in topical or in um, audio dis. Um. Moving forward from this, we have a, a marquee battle, uh, a text battle between the the Hall of Famer, Evil Minded, who I think had a chip on his shoulder coming off of last year. He asked for Tyanusa specifically, and Tyanusa stepped up and obliged. Really good battle between both of these guys. Yeah, 
Yeah, no, definitely. And it, it is uh, one of the pivotal uh, kind of style clashes that we see in text battles. You know, evil-minded, more short to the point, uh, jab, jab, jab. And Kaya uh, Musa is in a class by himself as far as how he approaches the verse. He's definitely one of the more creative punchers and definitely thinks outside of the box and it pays off most of the time. And I feel like he had three or maybe four really good concepts. And uh, there was one of them. That's, I'm not looking at the verses right now, and it, I can't think exactly uh, which punch it was. It was just off-putting, whereas the kind of tried-and-true uh, method of evil-minded worked off, you know, just jab, 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 clean punches all day long, you know, just not enough flaws. And I just remember as I was voting, that one flaw, that one bar in Tainusa being the one knock I had on the entire battle the one that fell short of the standards set by the rest of the bars. And uh, so I felt like uh, Evil Minded ended it, but it was definitely a fucking heavyweight fucking barn burner. It was uh, uh, a lot of the first time, first time we've heard barn burner so far. It's a shame nobody's playing the drinking game right now. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, it, oh man, what a, what a battle. Um, it's really evil minded is really tough when he's when he's motivated and you and you he, and, he, and he's in that that battle frame of mind where maybe he's watching battles and I'm pretty sure he is right now. I know he just posted about uh, Big K and uh, Gichi Gotti. Um, so when he gets into that mindset, uh, it's really tough to beat him. He just doesn't make mistakes. He's not a he's not a. Uh, I don't see him as someone. I don't look at him as somebody that drops the haymaker in a verse but it's just consistent it's name flips it's humor it's it's creative across the board he double punches sometimes triple punches and it's so smooth that you just don't even uh it's just effortless um and i think ty noosa definitely came to take his head off but you slip up at all and that's that's the game uh right there and for me yeah it was it was close but it came down to consistency um Tyanusa had more had more uh peaks and valleys and evil minded was just consistent on a plateau and that plateau also happens to be about better than i don't know 98 percent of the site that's really intimidating to have to go up against uh again kind of in the case against as you think about it actually i feel like this is a similar it's almost a similar approach this is like the text version of S cross and Jericho. Uh, if you think about it like that. And it's, it's interesting to me that those two, those battles would follow or that this text battle would follow the audio one. It's a, you know, Jericho's a perennial. No, I, I can see the parallels there. I can see the parallels yeah. there for sure. Yeah. S cross, S cross comes in real aggressive, wants to take Jericho's head off. Jericho kind of gets to talk down to him because, you know, Jericho in my eyes, whether he has the status or not is a perennial hall of famer. He's been around for a really long time and has held, held multiple belts. He was a text heavyweight champion. He was the audio disc champion. Um, the guy's got a real pedigree. And so, yeah, I, I see a lot of the, you know, I, I definitely see a, a comparison between the two. And it's, I didn't even notice that or realize that until now, uh, which m makes both of those battles even better for me, I think. Um, so, but great effort from Ty Noosa, as always. You know, he's going to perform on this stage at the top level. And Evil Minded definitely came to make a statement and remind people who the fuck he is, and he did. He went off. Uh, 
I got nothing else aside from that. Kel Ill, Baronex, any thoughts? Yeah, I think Evil Minded was just steady and his flow made it for an easier read. And honestly, Ty Nusa didn't come with the personals that you expect from him. He had good personals, but he just didn't have the devastating personals, I don't think, that there was no Owen Wilson bar. The battle. There, there, yeah, there was no Owen Wilson bar that just like everybody's jaw drops like, oh shit. And I think that that put him away. I think that gave the battle to Evil Minded because he, I, I don't think either one of them outdid each other creatively, but Evil Minded just had an easier read and everything matched up better. And, and he kept on the assault and Tyanusa kind of, kind of, underwhelmed with his personals compared to what you would expect from him because you expect him to just like devastate his opponent and like make his opponent leave the site for a month or two before they return yeah or change their avatar to Owen Wilson <laughs> Baron X maybe in his kitchen again Mom! He might be, yeah, maybe he's talking to his dog or something. Okay. Uh, fantastic battle. Um, Sorry about that. Um, oh, go ahead. I, I think uh, Evil Minded was really consistent. Uh, Tyanusa was li- slightly less so. Uh, Evil Minded definitely came back with a fury, and uh, he had something to prove. Uh, I, For me, he definitely proved that. I really liked uh, his his tightness of his rhyme schemes his mechanics were really good uh whereas i think uh was a little more experimental in terms of like rhyme and pacing and all that but had some really wild out there punchlines, and like both of these guys would would just knock the slobber out of basically anyone so i mean it was a great battle for me evil-minded took it yeah Yeah. just to touch that note about mechanics being tight. Uh, this is, I believe, the second time Evil Minded has won uh, the uh, Sinister Syllable Awards with a text diss, which is something you don't typically see. It's usually a topical guy that takes that award, and he's done it now twice, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he has. Taking this, he has. Included, included this year with the Sinister Syllable. So uh, shout out to him. Uh, you know, mechanics tight while he's still throwing them jabs out there. Yeah, he has he has he has probably the in my opinion the smoothest flow on the site. He just he does not drop a single pattern. Um, he uh, evil minded also has a really he might if he's still on it. Um, uh, as far as uh, um, he he might take this as an as an insult, but it's not. It's not a criticism. Evil Minded does a really great job of walking the fine line between his punchlines being really played and being fresh. And sometimes all it comes down to is how he ends up delivering it. Because a lot of his ideas, there's not a lot out there that's earth-shatteringly creative. He doesn't strike me as kind of like an an answer or, you know, or even like a Tyanusa with that fucking Matthew Lesko bar. Jesus motherfucking Christ, that was bananas. Um but he just he walks that line, and a lot of that really just comes down to how he delivers the bars. Um, but his Molina punchline that he closed his verse with that was that was magnificent. I like that a lot. 
really good battle between the two of them um, and uh, a heavyweight battle to be sure. And speaking of heavyweight battles that we're moving into, uh, uh, our next is an audio topical battle. Um, this one, a little bit of a, a little bit of a disappointment only because we, we ended up getting a fill in here. The fill in was very, very good. Uh, you know, again, hats off to dabble MC. Um, this was originally about slated to be between Coulter and kid Indy, which is, I mean, that battle does not need any explanation. It's a clash of Titans, but Coulter didn't show up. Uh, which I think at this point should not come as a surprise to anybody. And it's really disappointing. What else uh, did you, do? you know, the guy comes in and we'll try to make a claim for the audio topical belt just around every pay-per-view season. And then, you know, he's ghost. So instead we ended up getting dabble and MC and kid Indy uh, thoughts on this battle. Kel ill audio topical champion. Uh, what are your thoughts? Yeah. So, I think that Indy's hook was bad, and if Dabble had not, if if Dabble had had the time to put his own hook together, he probably would have won the battle because I could have held that against Indy in my vote. But because he had a sample for the hook, I, I really didn't see that it would be fair to hold Indy's personally made hook against him. And then it, it came down to to the story and the emotion. I think Indy had a creative approach, but I think given the same amount of time, I, I think he probably would have lost that battle. Yeah, I, I, I honestly could see it going that way. I, I feel like as far as that delivery standpoint and just rapping, being the stronger rapper, I think Dabble is. Dabble definitely underrated. Dude can rap his fucking ass off and has uh, that delivery. But, uh, Indy is a hard person to beat when it comes down to writing, and Dabble might be one of the few people that could do could outright Indy. But uh, you're gonna have to write a hell of a story to be the kid Indy track, and the, we we saw it for years when he held the belt. And uh, I'm not surprised at all how it played out. Uh, big shout out to Dabble for stepping up. I feel like he had a hellified fill in. It was uh, dope as fuck. I I definitely lean towards Indy just because again that the he he's just that good of a writer. It's hard not to get behind a lot of his tracks, and uh, he has a subtle enough delivery. I don't feel like he has a powerful delivery, but it, he 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 gets behind his lyrics and uh, really gets the emotions across. And uh, so dope ass battle. I, I feel like it Indy definitely edged it, but uh, big ups to uh, Dabble for stepping in and uh, almost stealing the show. Bear next, do you have any thoughts? Give him like five more seconds. Mom, get out of my room. I'm going live. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm just playing, Baron. Just playing. All right, moving forward. Um, we're going to get into now the the title matches. Um I know, I know Diasic's really fucking chomping at the bit for this one. We're going right into the Tex Lightweight Championship match. Um, I know Diasic is, is, is really disappointed about how this went down and probably wants to say a lot of things about Potency's uh, gallbladder. <laughs> uh, we're not skipping it. Um, you know, for those that don't know, Potency did uh, not show to the battle um, for, you know, unfortunate circumstances. 
that we can sit the here and dispute. Put a, it wasn't, it's not unfortunate circumstances. The disputer went and stabbed a man to make the card better. It's what happened. We all know. But you know, but you know what's crazy around. though? What's crazy is is that I mean, I don't think anybody here would disagree, at least in the predictions, um, that that potency was was probably was the guy that was expected to win. I mean, he had just what just came off oh. KOing. He just came off KOing Daya um, in the battle arena. So I don't know if it was a. I'm I'm gonna give potency the benefit of the doubt. You know, at the same time, you know, I don't think it was a good look for the dude to be laid up in the hospital, running around on Discord, like talking, even while the pay per view was going on, when he could have probably, if that was the case, probably just put together a verse that would have still KO'd Daya, because Daya's verse was very middle of the road. Yeah, but, I mean, uh, you we, we, you can be that Daya verse with a five minute key style. So, yeah. No, I, yeah, I, I, and, I, you know, to, to Daya's credit, uh, with with the verse that he dropped, uh, I think it was better than what I expected. But still, he just he he shoots he himself. He finds a way. He yeah, just he find, finds. Yeah, he does. He finds a way. And word him in the worst way possible. Yeah, he'll get an idea, and then I don't know. I feel like personally, if he just if he would just battle, take every long bar battle, and just act like it's short bar, and just write short bar for it. The way he formats his short bars are about as long as long bar to begin with. And he would probably end up being a lot more successful because I feel like he's funnier in short bar format. Like he's a, he's actually pretty funny sometimes in short bar, but in long bar, he just fucking shits the bed with his ideas. And sometimes I don't even know what the fuck he's doing. Um, yeah, but you're still smoking crack if, if for voting on that 50 line battle saying I lost. I mean, you're still I mean, crack, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I... I you wrote a bunch of generic ass Mortal Kombat punches. What the fuck am I supposed to do? You know, like end of the day, I feel like Diet tried to come for your head, and you wrote a bunch of Mortal Kombat punches, and I wasn't, I wasn't rocking with that. But it is what it is. I'm not surprised that you ended up taking the battle. I'm gonna vote, I'm gonna vote fairly based on like the bars itself, and not just the fact that it's Daya. You know what I mean? Anybody can get caught slipping at any time. Um, and you, 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 you take my jokes way too serious. You do this every okay. time for me. Like, uh, I, I throw right. a joke out there. I talk about you jumping Mexicans last pay-per-view, and you go into like a three-minute rant defending yourself, and I'm just poking fun at you, motherfucker. <laughs> I mean, I figured you were going to say something about the vote on that battle, and I knew when I looked at it, I was like, oh, shit, everybody else voted for TGO. I look like a fucking idiot right now, but... It's all good. Uh, potency. Yeah, I, I don't give who votes what ways, but back to the pay per view. Like I said, I was yeah, no, for it, sure, yeah. for sure. Uh, no, uh, you know, it, Jericho stepped in and and wrote a good. He wrote a good verse. Uh, just uh, he, he he wrote a dope. For, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't know that you would say it, he's like a perennial heavyweight because he just doesn't have the consistency. I no, I don't think anybody doubts that he could compete at, at that level, but. Uh, he just tends to let off the gas too much, but it was definitely better than it would have been had it been potent. I don't see potency writing that that verse. No, and, yeah, uh, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. And it was definitely an upgrade. It, it's cool to see the uh, titles back in uh, better hands than they were previously. I mean, uh, 
big shout out to Diasek for earning his shot and getting, you know, to where he was. You know, it, it sucks that it played out the way it did with uh, Sanguine Chulo or however you pronounce that name. But <laughs> it was, it was, uh, it, 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 it was definitely uh, set up for failure to begin with. I mean, he honestly isn't talented enough to be a champ anywhere. He, but through hard work and dedication, you know, he he lucked into the spot and. Uh, you know, I'm glad to see him gone, but uh, keep at it, guys. We love to hate you. And I mean, it'll you know, hopefully we'll we'll see potency return to fighting form. Uh, you know, nuisance does make a good point about you know, there's a difference between just chatting shit, as the Brits say, and writing bars. I get it. Uh, I think for me, it's less about that, and it's more about I think it's in poor taste to. Uh, I think it's in poor taste to basically hop in the Discord. If I'm laid up in the hospital and I know I'm about to no-show something, I'm not about to hop in the Discord and start talking about the pay-per-view. I'm sorry, that's just me. I feel like that's just a, objectively the smart decision because like, you should already know what you're in for. You already no-showed. You know you're going to be subject to the criticism. You're out here taking pictures of yourself in the hospital to prove the point and then you know talk well, about... Hey, for the record, this is, this is rap, uh, rap battle for my... It was a horrible idea. I mean, there was already punchlines in other battles mm-hmm. regarding the shit. You you ought to know if you put the shit out there. Like your next ten battles, you're getting knife to a gunfight bars, you know. And it, it's it's just a it's a bad look all around. Uh, it definitely could have been handled better. I mean, it really should have been something that it, you didn't really have to put it. Per- if that's what really happened, you don't got to put it out there. You know, you don't have to explain yourself out here. Just you know, if you're not gonna make it. You, you you shoot the message, you know. You yeah, only message. person he needs the only piece person he needs to talk to is the computer, and that's that. it. We don't. If, if potency is yeah. as good as he says he is, then it shouldn't matter. Because if he's as good as he says he is, bar shouldn't he shouldn't have to think too hard on his bar. So, I mean, maybe so that, that is, is not as good as they think he is. Person to write for. Yeah, Daya has like a million names to flip. For Christ's sakes, a million fucking names. I, I think I could probably name 10 off the top of my head. It At this point, like, battling him is like shooting fish in a barrel. And, you know, now Potency's legacy off of this is that he's going to probably have to deal with gallbladder punchlines for a good long while. Um, although, I will say personally, the joke has already started to run its course. Because I won't shut the fuck up about it. Um, but... You know, great effort by Jericho. It's a shame to see. Uh, it's a shame to see any title have a no show of any way of, of any of any sort. So it's a it's that's a bummer. Um, moving on to our especially next. Back, go ahead. Especially back to back no shows. I know that was the middleweight last time. Disregard. Yeah, it was the yeah it was the middleweight. Um, actually, before I move on, uh, Baron X does Baron X have anything? Next, still on the call. Oh, he. I don't. I don't think he is actually. So okay. So moving on, we've got the uh, the text middleweight battle uh, between the British assassin and the Lich. Uh, we don't have the Lich on the call, unfortunately. We do, however, have his manager, Kellil. So he is on standby to kind of give us some perspective, maybe on the Lich's his, his uh, vassal, his vassal, not manager. He is his vassal, literally. 
the lich is a spirit, and he enters Kel through his butt. Oh, that's right. Yes, he is. That, right. I, oh, yeah, that's right. He is his vessel. Right. Um, in a I non-sexual was, way. He me in a non-sexual way. I I will be... Yeah, I, I, I'm, in a non-sexual, spiritual way. I'm glad you clarified that, because... You know, I'm sure there's probably I'm sure Diasix writing personals for you right now about the Lich like entering you. So it's a good thing that you clarified that. So um I'm sure he'll I, still use that personal yeah. anyways. I will say, like for me, um, you know, and I I I love Kel Ill. Uh I think when he text battles as as the Lich, he I I enjoy Kel Ill prefers a humorous style for you know I, 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 he's made that pretty clear so it's in his writing when when he writes his when when he's doing his text battles he's at his best I think you're at your best when you when you write those humorous punchlines I was a little underwhelmed by the battle uh, I feel like the British assassin did step up from what I was expecting him to drop um, he uh, but. I don't know. The British assassin reminds me of like a like a great value nuisance, like a discount nuisance. Um, tries to double punch, for, uses a lot of the same formatting and phrasing. Um, in fact, even had I think his op one of his opening bar against the Lich was a wrestling punchline that I'm pretty. I'm not taking shots at you. You're one of the best to ever do it on the site. You're a fucking a heavyweight and uh, a potential Hall of Famer, but you have a certain way that you phrase your bars and so does the British assassin. And perhaps that's uh, because you're both fucking Brits, but uh, the British assassin actually opened his verse with a wrestling bar. And it immediately reminded me of, of a wrestling bar uh, that, um, that uh, nuisance used against answer because answers cage cannibal. It was, it was a, it was a cage, punchline uh and just the way if you go back and read it it's really fucking similar i think there's like a part one of the multis that the british assassin used was really really close to something that nuisance has used before i'm not accusing the british assassin of biting or anything like that uh battle rap is really really saturated so it's not uncommon to see people use some of the same uh multi multi syllables or punchline ideas um the British assassin, I think, stepped up in terms of how he delivers it. I think he was trying to punch, 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 punch. It was like he'd have like two to three. He was double punching or trying to consistently. He was trying to almost even triple punch at times. But boy, this dude has a fucking problem with played material. Just played shit across the board. It was riddled throughout the verse. Like he just didn't have a fresh flip to save his life. And... I was expecting – I expected more from the Lich. I expected less from the British Assassin. I got more from the British Assassin and got less from the Lich, but the Lich was still able to do more than enough to just to just win out. Like I still don't feel that it was close um, because the British Assassin was played throughout the entire verse. But if he would have brought a little bit of fresher material, I think he could have probably taken this. Um but the bars that I had the British Assassin beating the Lich in, it was simply because I felt like uh, Lich kind of shit the bed. Um, if you ever make a defeat bar again, I swear to God, I'll hate vote you to infinity. 
you ever make a defeat bar again, again. I'll fucking hate vote you because I hate defeat bars unless they are intentionally ironic and they're like hysterical. Otherwise, I'm going to hate both the shit out of you. I fucking hate defeat bars. Um, But still, glad to see Kel Ill take it. I think he's a deserving champion. Uh, I've crapped on the British Assassin a lot, and I do feel like it's unfair because I do think the dude stepped his game up. And he is he is consistent mechanically, um, but yeah, it was still a clear cut victory for the Lich by far, and I'm happy to see him. I'm happy to see him holding the belt. I think we've got somebody that deserves it and will represent it well. Uh, TGO, what are your thoughts? Yeah, uh, you stole a lot of the what I what I would have said about the battle. Uh, the Lich is kind of like uh, I always say the Lich, Kellen. Damn it. All right, well, I'll keep it at the The Lich reminds, his, his battle and style reminds me of Kayanusa or a Dead Roses if they were better at formatting and structuring bars and a little more mechanically sound. Yeah, and that's not a big knock on them because they still write pretty dope shit in, in the, the rhymes are there, but Kel's just got it down more polished. He has that same level of creativity and humor, and it usually comes with punches that most most people just wouldn't think they're right, and uh, it, it, I, I knew where this was gonna go from the get go. TBA uh, just he he, it, it's like he's trying to write the bar bars from the people he's seen succeed, you know, five years ago, and he's he's trying to go with that carbon copy style that was popular back in 2013, and uh, trying to do what he's seen other people succeed at and just failing horribly. Just lots of played shit and just concepts where you're just like, there's no way you haven't heard this six times. Why are you saying it? Like, you're using punches that most of us would use as a setup punch for a double punch as your main punch. And it just expected name flips and it was just, it wasn't a good look. It, I don't really, I'll, I've seen better programs. I mean, I know you say you feel like he stepped up. I've, I, it certainly was a lot better than what we got from him last pay-per-view, but I still feel like it was a step in the wrong direction. He, he He's had better versus uh, cleaner punches, and it just he went in there. The Lich uh, really just mollywopped him. And what, and what I agree, the only thing I can say is I don't think I can agree on is it wasn't close. The Lich definitely wore him out. Congrats, by the way, Kellel. Uh, Tell that to your uh, butthole entering uh, spiritual friend. So when I say congratulations, uh, I'll let him know. Uh, just to defend the defeat punch, it, it was it was done as a troll and kind of taking shots at the British assassins' played material, while also uh, pointing out that he hates America for some reason. Uh, but yeah, I, I was actually. Uh, I really liked my closing bar, and it just seemed like people weren't that high on it. And I thought I thought it was pretty clever, but uh, obviously the Lich wasn't taking the battle as seriously as I was taking the audio topical battle. So uh, it, it was more less less time put into that than the time that was put into my uh, song for the audio topical battle, but. Yeah, it is what it is. The, the Lich is coming to choke slam people next pay-per-view. Facts. 
so let's see. Um, moving forward from this battle, we actually have the uh, Kel Ill pulling double duty here. Uh, the audio topical championship. First of all, man, uh, taking on secondhand King, who I mean, again, uh, the guy's been he had the longest title reign. Um, that might be the longest title reign in in sight history. Uh, you know, um, you know. So coming in on this, I definitely feel like you were. Uh, this is, it's I think it's one of those situations where I think it was just your time. Uh, it just felt like it was your time, uh, and you know this is it, it's historic. Uh, shout outs to shout outs to you because um, you know you you claim two titles in one pay per view, and you'll be the first to um, you'll be the first to defend both at a pay per view. Uh, Secondhand King did not have audio topical and audio disc at one point when he was audio disc champion. Kid Indy was audio topical champion. Nuisance. Um, but yeah, no, uh, what a, what a fucking, I really like this battle. I enjoyed it. Uh, I voted, I will say, I, I'm pretty sure I voted Kel Ill for the staircase award on this. TJO can correct me if I'm wrong. Um, I don't mean that it, I, and it's not meant as a slight to Kel Ill in any way, shape or form, but I have been critical and Kel Ill knows this. I've been critical about his, I think it's his, I don't know if it's his delivery or the quality in that it's always been very difficult for me to hear him or to, in order to really hear the enunciation. And a lot of it gets lost in translation. I did not have that problem. Kel Il fucking wrote and wrapped his ass off with a phenomenal track. Can't take anything away from him. I thought it was excellent. Uh, Secondhand King also had something that was really different. Um, for me, it, the battle could be a, a, a preference one but I look for the guy that's going to come to rap. And I think I always undersell Joe when he battles because I'm expecting anybody that battles him to out-rap him because I don't think any of us really look at Secondhand King as the rapper's rapper. It's just not, that's just not it. But I think he actually, he rapped, I felt like, on this track, and he did well. Uh, I, 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 do, I do feel that was the case, but mechanically, fucking Kel shitted on him. This was a fucking clear-cut dominant performance from Kel Ill and hats off to him. Um, TGO, your thoughts? Yeah, uh, I, I honestly, I have big shout outs to Kel Ill for one. I mean, two titles, one night, you know, it, uh, it's, this probably won't ever happen again. And, uh, it, it, it's definitely a feat. It's uh, a big stamp towards that, uh, hall of fame that's eventually going to come to, uh, his, uh, come and knock in for him, but uh, it, it was a good match. Joe uh, did not underperform at all. It was, it, it, I agree. He uh, he was cer- he certainly had his uh, rap mode on, and he can rap, because uh, I, I, I don't know if y'all remember some of it, like back in the day, the Steven Tense battles and all that. Joe can rap his fucking ass off. He can rap his ass off. Yes, he can. You know, well, it's it's, it's certainly a, a, something a skill that he has. It's not one that you see very often. He tends to kind of go with his own stylized thing. But uh, I, I I can't I can't think of a better person in that reign than Kelly. There's not a harder working person who's uh, put in more to the fight over the years than Kelly. Besides maybe the shooter. I mean, he he he's constantly grinding to make his art better. You know, he's 
he's involved in almost every aspect of the site and uh just uh he, he's the embodiment of what uh you would want the the champion of your site to be and uh it definitely was his time and i'm i'm ecstatic the way it played out big shout out to kelly uh I, I remember when he first came to the site, he caught a lot of heat with his boys and delivery issues, and he just nonstop progressed and uh, proven every, every doubter wrong. And uh, hats off to you, man. It's been a long journey, but uh, you're at the top of the mountain. And it'll be, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, how your reign plays out, man. Congratulations. Yeah, man, super proud of you. Super proud of you. Um, and I know, you know, some people might say it's like uh you know it's the old guard just patting you on the back or whatever that bullshit talk is but i don't i don't if anybody were to try to argue the amount of work and the consistency consistency that you put in that's just outright bullshit hate um you know i just you worked for this and you deserve it both the middleweight and this i can't think of a better person also to echo what tgo is saying to really put the site on his back and represent it um you know consistently day over day you're just probably the most deserving champion i've seen pick any of the belts up it was a long time coming and you know hats off to you and fuck yeah kel versus gbot that would be fire that that to to use a played out where i've been trying to avoid the played vocabulary here but that would be fucking bananas i would very much like to see that battle happen not I mean, you know, who knows what's going to play out as far as audio topical is concerned uh, with, you know, the uh, audio topical tournament that's happening. I think that might kind of illustrate to us who might be the next contender. I think there's a lot of people on the site that are talented that could take the reins and really pose a challenge to Kel Ill. Uh, but I would love to see, I would love to see G-Bot versus Kel Ill. That would be. Hopefully the be tournament cool. with acapella. Say what now? I said I'm gonna win the audio topical tournament with cell phone acapellas. Okay. Oh. Oh, that's what's up. Yeah, I, I can't wait to hate vote the shit out of you. Um. Speaking of the tournament, we do need. Yeah, uh, Jay Sauls mentioned we st we're a couple away from a Sweet 16 bracket. Uh. So you know, if you're interested, please sign up. Um. You know this. And no this, Cody Phoenix shit. Oh no! Yeah, Co no yeah. Damn tournament. Yeah, Cody Phoenix is. That, that's a no. That's a that's a that's a big no. Um, uh, Diasic, definitely you are a racist. Uh, moving on. <clears throat> um, Kel Ill, uh, do you have any thoughts you want to share on this? Yeah, so, so the first thing is, uh, about elevating. I just listened to everybody's feedback. We were on the show, everybody was saying you need to get your quality up. So I worked my ass off on that mix. I tried stuff I never tried before to to get it to sound better, and uh, I watched YouTube tutorials. And my day, my neighbor is knocking on my door, so uh, give me a second. You guys can move on right. to the next battle. All right, appreciate it. No problem. Uh, it's a shame Baron X is not on the call. Um, we are actually going. Oh, oh, there he is. Okay, let's get him in here. Is that you, Baron X? No? Who is that? Hello, hello. Oh, is that TGO again? No, no, I'm here. Oh, uh, okay. I, was, I unmuted somebody that was on a phone, but okay, it looks like they dropped from the call. Okay. Uh, so we are going to move on to the next battle. 
Um, and this is the, and I went a little bit out of order here, but that's all right. Uh, we are going to talk about the text topical title matchup, the triple threat between uh, Walking Keys, Rude, and Boom. Uh, this was a this was a great battle. Um, so uh, I feel like I feel like all three brought really dope verses to this. Um, I was I was leaning in the predictions towards Boom just because. I like that Boom is a very out-of-the-box kind of guy when it comes to his approach to the topics. Um, he's always willing to take a risk, and I like that um, because I can't tell. I, I with, with a lot of topical writers, when, when the topic comes in, I can usually gauge uh, where they're going to go. Um, I'm usually always on point with whatever Walking Keys is going to do, his approach to it. Uh, rude, I kind of feel the same way, and that's not to take away from them. Uh, it's just I kind of have an idea tonally where they're going to be at, and boom, I can't I can't get a read on that, and that's exciting for me as a reader. On top of the fact that mechanically is very very strong, um, but all three dropped really great verses for me. Uh, the missing element for booms was I just felt it ended abruptly, and with a battle as close as this one is for me, I think most voters felt like this was a, a more of a two-way battle between Rude and and Boom, and that Keys was kind of, was was behind all three. I still think Keys brought a fucking stellar verse, and mechanically he was just he was firing on all cylinders. I just think that his I think his story was very muddled, and uh, you know for me, while Boom's take on the topic was was what I preferred, it just didn't feel complete. And Rude's piece felt very complete and multifaceted. And because of that, uh, I gave her the edge on that. Um, Boom did end up winning the battle. Uh, we do need to talk a little bit about that. Uh, you know, there's a little bit of there, there's a little bit of issue with. Uh, yeah, I was confused by it. I was confused because I, 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 I posted uh, ballot. I, I, I was under the impression Rude had won because what I had. I, I stopped checking at what, what at five once somebody hits five. I could I, I was under the impression that was when battle ended. But uh, uh, it I was, was it, Jericho's vote had decided it initially, but then uh, J Soul's vote was discounted uh, because J Soul actually swapped his uh, he swapped his um, he swapped his uh, his decision originally. If originally he he voted for Boom. And then he he swapped it over to Rude. And just from the standpoint, I I, I see the concern outright. Uh, you know, there's no love there really between Boom and uh, J Soul, who I think they've had dealings on like other websites. So that's one thing. The other thing uh, that they are in a crew now. Of course, I know that Sick Parvis Magna is supposed to just be a what is it like a? It's not really a crew. It's a it's a, a a collaborative writing piece or however whatever people want to define it as fucking whatever it's a fucking crew but i get the concern there so uh, we do have we do have jsol if he wants to get on and explain you know uh if not that's fine but the vote was discounted which means it does swing in favor of boom um would like to get rude on the call as well if she's willing to talk about it um, 
you know, I know Boom had a fucking nuclear meltdown about the battle, which really soured uh, the result. Um, at least I know for me personally, it soured it. Um, you know, I think I think Boom was I think Boom was definitely hanging by a thread, just constantly probably refreshing the thread to see if he had won or not. And probably didn't give a shit about anything. Uh, yeah, we're not bringing you on the call if you have a screaming cat in your room. You need to get your shit together. Uh, I, I, what are you like skinning the cat? Is that what you do? Like rude? You sit around and like we watch fucking uh, Attack on Titan and just like harm animals. You harm your roommates' animals. Okay, that's even better. Confirmed, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Rude is so upset about losing the text topical title match that she is now in the process of abusing a cat. Uh, Nuisance Boom won that battle in a very close matchup. Really good. Um, would like to hear Rude's take on it, but currently she is um, being yelled at by a cat. She's torturing one. Um, so, TGO, what are your thoughts? Uh, it definitely lived up to the hype. Uh, it was the best verse I've seen individually from each, each of the three writers. It was the best verse I've seen from Rude. It was the best uh, verse I've seen from Boom. And it was the best verse I've read from Walker Keys. Uh, as far as a stacking order, I didn't make it to vote in this battle, but uh, if I had to have scored it, it would have been Boom winning, uh, Rude in second place, and uh, Keys in third. And that's not to take anything away from Keys. I think he wrote a complete piece. It, it had very solid mechanics. It was very well thought out. But to kind of touch on what you said, uh, the plot being kind of muddled. It, it jumped around, and it, it felt like he almost tried to bite off more than he could chew within the constraints of, you know, the line limit. It, it tried to tell too much for you to really uh, have the pop that uh, he's had in some of his other stories. It just, it was a good story. It just wasn't as great of a story as you usually see from Walker Definitely a big... Uh, Step in the right direction mechanically, though. Uh, he's, he's been trending upwards in that regard, and uh, the trend seems to be continued. I hope uh, he sticks around and, you know, keeps holding down the topical scene. But uh, it, I can see why people felt like it was more of a two-man race, because while Keys had a very solid verse, stylistically rude and boom were much similar. They, they flowed a lot better, I feel like. And uh, that's where... The battle got closer. Uh, Rude's verse was uh, solid. It was a very good uh, narrative. But uh, Boom just has a finesse with how he writes and, and how he tells stories. And it's almost seamless. He, he, his ego's off-putting, but he really is one of the better topical writers that I've read pieces from in the 15 years or so that I've been doing these rap battle forums. And uh, just time after time, he's probably the most consistent writer I've seen in recent years as far as topicals. And uh, that was the case here. Uh, it was just a phenomenal piece. And the battle itself was all around great and definitely deserving of uh, the championship billing and uh, all three steps to the plate. And I, I really can't argue with the final decision because I, I feel like Boom had the slightly better piece. But oh, I that's agree. Awesome. I agree. Yeah, absolutely. The topic and the way he went about it with the Left Alone with Time and how he brought it back around full circle and 
it just it was it, it, it was it was fun. It was more memorable, and uh, I can remember more details sitting back, not looking at the verses right now. But I can remember more details from his piece than I can either one of Rude's or Walking Keys. And I think, uh, as far as uh, I think that that that's the biggest that's what you look for in a topical. What defines the truly great ones is the ones that stick with you, and the ones that you're thinking of that pop in your head six months later when somebody says a certain phrase, and you're like, oh shit, that reminds me of that one bar. Or that one line, and those are that. That's what defines a great piece. And I think uh, Boom really did have one of those uh, memorable pieces that uh, will stick around for a while in people's memory. You know, kind of like AJ with the uh, the uh, Fish's Ascension. You know, that's the one everybody for a long time that was uh, kind of the standard there for a while for topical. Yep. And uh, I think that I think that verse right there. Uh, and that battle in general was just a, it was a big high point for the topical scene here. Uh, it's gotten better and better through the years and become a big part of uh, the culture here at Rap Royalty. And uh, it was definitely a big uh, highlight reel. Three Titans collided and it, it, it was epic. It hats off to those guys for a gay girl. Yeah. You gotta, you have to tip your cat cap to all three, um, you know, and hopefully we'll see walking keys back. Um, before he gets put in a home, and uh, yeah, in in Root's case, tip a tip of the cat, and uh, uh, you know, hopefully we'll see Root back as well. Uh, I don't think, I don't think that's it. Uh, yeah, I, I I wouldn't be surprised if she becomes a consistent mainstay for the text topical title match, uh, very similar to Baronex, who's battled for it multiple times. Um, I just think she's writing at a different. I think she's writing at a different level right now, and is probably the only person uh, that that will consistently be able to see Boom, uh, at least on the title stage. It might be different in the GSL uh, because I think people apply themselves differently in week to week leagues. But on the pay per view stage, I don't I don't know right now that anybody's going to see Boom. At the level that he writes at, aside from Rude, um, you know, and that just yeah. kind of comes down to activity level. You know, I mean, maybe a Baron X, maybe a Baron X can do it if he's really active with it and really gets in there. Um, but if not, then you know, it's just it's just not going to happen. Um, you know, is Kellil back yet, or is he still conversing with his uh, with his neighbor? No, I think I think he's uh, been kidnapped by his neighbor. That okay, or, uh, so his, neighbor, his neighbor's still there. All right, fair enough. Um, yeah. Okay, so we're gonna yeah, move on. Might be the late dinner in the butthole. <laughs> uh, we're gonna move on to the next match, uh, and this is the um, this is the this is the text heavyweight uh, matchup um, between myself and I wish he was on the call. Uh, but between myself and answer, um, TGO, your thoughts? Yeah, definite barred burner. Uh, you guys put on a fucking classic. I, I in some ways, I was I was hoping to see more at your throat personals, but I I I also do not to. I also figured y'all wouldn't go there. I'm sure y'all have dirt on each other for days and. We, I was, you know, there, there's that part of you though in, in this culture that wants to see that, uh, you know, he just ripped his friend's head off, 
it, it didn't happen. So there was that slight letdown, but that's not to take away uh, anything from the verses themselves, which were, you know, seven consistent bars uh, for the most part. I, I don't have a cute, uh, a lot of knocks, at least speaking back to the memory of the verse. I don't remember any glaring bars like that stand out, like Barney Rubble, that make me want to shoot you in the face. It, it was hard right. it, it was, it was effort from both of y'all. Uh, you know, it definitely worthy of the billet. Y'all, uh, y'all went at it. You know, if he, I don't, I don't want to, I don't think there was any uh, dramatic haymakers, but uh, it was consistency. And uh, I think that's defined both of y'all's run, championship runs is consistency. And so I don't think anybody's surprised there because that, that's what we know we're going to get from answer and slice. And that's a statement to y'all and uh, for sure. David to y'all's legacy. Wait, is that is that true, Rude? I mean, you both do live in Alabama. Did you just recognize him? <laughs> oh wow, that's crazy. Um, yeah, trust me, I don't need uh, I don't I don't need any personals on answer. We actually have, we know each other well enough that the personals are all there. Uh, I think just. You know, from my standpoint, I there's just certain there's just certain stuff I'm just not I'm not going. There's just some places I'm just not gonna go, and uh, I'm I'm pretty sure he probably felt the same way. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, no, it, it, it's no, understandable it's, completely. It, it, it's yeah, understandable it, completely because honestly, there 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 should be boundaries, but you know. Yeah, I, I get it's I get that it's I get that it's battle rap and you know so like I don't I don't argue with that I don't I, I won't fault somebody for it if they get if they throw a shot you know if they throw like a, a you know the 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 blue bayou battle you know the 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 stroke you know it has that sting to it I'm not gonna I won't knock you as the voter and say I'm taking points off because you went too far um i do i will usually knock people if they take the same fucking approach um i will knock it if they take the same approach for fucking seven bars uh nuisance to answer your question uh no i do apply i do apply those boundaries uh for example i battled sinners years ago and i made it an intentional point to not bring up his wife because i just I just didn't really, I don't really fuck with that. Um, and if I am going to go after, if I am going to go personal, uh, I'll try not to, I would rather try to turn the diss on the opponent and not on the, the person in question. So like uh, Battle TGO, and I mentioned his, I think I mentioned his wife, but I didn't, I wasn't trying to shit on his wife. I was trying to like shit on him in return, you know, and basically say like she wouldn't, I think it's something about she wouldn't marry him or something. Um, yeah. So it's it's, 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 it's not it's not about that. it's not about his, it 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 ends up not being about like shitting on his on on his spouse or his kids. Uh, it's about dissing him and like that's prop that's more of an acceptable boundary for me. Whereas I feel like in some battles people will just go. They'll just go, you know, for you know I think answers dissed sin as his wife before. And was just like, oh, he's a, you know, you're dating a fat bitch. Um, 
you know, and even though yeah, there's a lot of people that just leave it, that rely completely on the shock value of the personal without actually right. flipping it. Right. And it's not to take away from answers battle against sin is, um, you know, that's not what it's really not even what we're supposed to be talking about in general. Like answer is always one of those guys that will make it creative and make it funny. Um, it's just for me, I actually, it was the reason I bring up sin is, is that's the guy I think where I, that's the battle or that's the person in particular where I was just like, Jesus, man, every time this guy battles, people just straight up go after this dude's wife. I was just like, fuck man. Like, I thought about him was like, you know, like, how would I fucking feel if that was like, that would probably get on my fucking nerves. So I was like, you know what, let me try to be a little bit more. Uh, uh, Sin is his wife is not, is not disgusting. Not in any way, shape or form. Um, but in any case, okay, enough, J-Soul. Jesus, you sound like fucking, uh, like fucking Jericho right now. Um, no, uh, you know, I just, I, I I put that boundary down now and that's that's me um you know and if I do end up getting personal I try to walk a fine line to where it relates back to the opponent in some way um and yeah there's there's just some lines I'm just not gonna cross I'm not talking about no dead family members and shitting on people's kids and stuff like that like I don't that you know maybe me a couple years ago on the site would have done that shit because I definitely had a penchant for just getting really fucking dirty and personal. But I just, this is not really my thing anymore. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, Answer and I just, we talked about it and we're just like, I think we both just said to each other, like, yeah, we're not going to get too crazy with that. You know, let's just have a good battle. And we swung out and that was it. And uh, my personal take on it is it was a classic. We've battled each other now four times. And each one is a classic. You could throw all four of those into the, you know, definitely. Um, no, definitely. Even the even our there. even our first even our first matchup in the ITL when I was still trying to like figure shit out and was, you know, not not nowhere near what I nowhere near the experience level that I have now. I even I went back and read that. Still feel like it's a classic. It was just good consistency across the board. And I have to take my hat off to him because a classic can't happen without, you know, two or three people or however many people are involved putting the effort in. And to be able to say I've got four classics in the catalog with that dude, I mean, how many – I can't think of many people that have battled multiple times that can say each one was a fucking highlight. Um, but I think – we have rare talents on the site that can give you that level of consistency. TGO for sure. Uh, yeah, I think you guys have what TGO and uh, TGO and Nuisance. You two have battled. You two have battled what three, four times? I want to say four. Yeah. Yeah, four. Four. Yeah. Well, you won the one that mattered the most, in my opinion. Uh, you you defended the middleweight against him. So yeah, 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 that's that's true. that's important. You defended the middleweight against him. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I I'd almost take the three the three three to one ratio though. Yeah, you know, in hindsight, it's always going to be a bitter spot. But I, you know, I'm competitive. You know, well, news, the guy, news, the guy, yeah, you know. yeah, I get it. Nuisance, uh, nuisance has wins against. He's marked wins against. Um, he doesn't have the thing that's yeah. missing from his. The thing that's missing oh, from yeah. his. Yeah, he's he's beaten guys that have beaten Hall of Famers. He hasn't beaten Hall of Famers himself per se, 
but he's got wins against people that have. Um, yeah, he, he beat but Answer. I, I count Jericho as a Hall of Famer. Motherfucker beat Answer. You beat Answer once in the ITL, and you beat him in King of the Bar. Relax, bud. Relax. Um, I don't remember you battling Revolution. When did that happen? Yeah, I don't I don't see a battle between you and Revolution. You're bugging, son. You're bugging. Uh you did beat you did beat Jericho. So yeah, I would say yeah, Jericho's a Hall of Famer. So I'd take that back. But yeah, Nuisance has got wins over everybody, so uh you didn't you didn't beat a you didn't beat a blue name take it easy you lost to tony mars a lot and you probably get fucking flashbacks from it but yeah you didn't yeah yeah he did drop he didn't. drop two yeah, he's actually uh he, this guy said i beat a blue name you didn't beat a blue name in the itl the fuck out of here <laughs> this motherfucker's memory is twisted tony mars gave you that many concussions that you forgot um but no it was hey, I thought with Morris, he was there at the pay per view the whole time. He he was viewing the threads, but no quotes. I was I was sad. I thought we were gonna get at least a couple uh, Tony Mars Mars quotes, and uh, I didn't actually. He didn't actually drop them, but he was he, he was there. He he was reading battles. He's in all. Yeah, the- he voted. He voted. I I think he I think he just wanted to vote on our battle, like which is you know that's a. He that's, was that's, that's, like, I'm only here for I'm only here for my battle. I'm just here to see how y'all are yeah. treating it. Yeah, right. No kidding. Um, but no, it was a, it was a really great battle. A disappointed answer is not here. I'd love to talk to him about it. Um, so we are now going to move on to the. Oh, uh, Rude asked a question about the the tag team titles. There is no official rap royalty tag team belt. I would be willing to. I would say like having one for the site would be dope. Um, but it's just really hard to get. Uh, it's really motherfucker beat nuisance in a tag team battle. Relax. Um, it would be nice to see. Uh, it would be nice to see a, a site wide tag team text belt, but I also feel like it would be really hard. Uh, for logistically, like, activity. yeah, le- well, yeah, one it's hard enough to get one. Some it's hard enough to get some some of these people to show by themselves, let alone coordinate versus somebody else. Right on top it, of the it, fact it takes a lot that, more effort. On top of the fact that the text, as 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 much as the two of us love text dissing, uh, and like that's that's pretty much our thing for the most part. Uh, it's just not enough active people. It's a scene that's dying. It's going the way of the dodo, and uh, you know we'll try to keep it alive as long as we can. But it's just not active enough. And you know, but the that's benefit true. of that is that the topical scene is is thriving, um, and audio diss and topical seem to be thriving as as well. Um, but you know, that's, it's just, it would just be logistically just really difficult, you know, um, unless Rude's trying to actually jump back into Textus, at which point, if that's the case, set a battle up. I've been waiting to knock your head off. Um, that's fire. But, but, uh, yeah, news, uh, Rude needs to come see me in a comic book battle. That's what she needs to do. Um, but she ain't trying to Don't do it. It's a up. It's a setup. She ain't trying to lose like that. Uh, in any case, we are now going to move on to the... the let me set that thread up right now. Uh, knock your head off. Um, 
No, but all seriousness, we're moving on to the audio disc championship battle. Uh, this is this is your this is yeah, no shit. No shit. What a fucking battle. Um Jesus Christ. You gotta take your fucking hat off to self and MCD. What a fucking battle. Um TGO, your thoughts. Kel Ill, I hope you fucking kicked your neighbor out. Yeah, no, honestly, it was a uh if it was the definition of a barn burner, uh, hats off to MCD because uh, I honestly was heavily favoring uh, self-taught just because I mean, his work is testament. You know, he he brought what I expected him to bring, and it, it was fire. And but I'm not even going to argue the decision. MCD came with uh, something equally dope uh, stylistically. I think I'm more uh, the type to lean towards self-taught with his more rapid fire punches and delivery in general is more to my my personal uh style that I like. But uh both verses were phenomenal. They both uh really went at each other. You aggressiveness was in both verses and uh that's usually uh what it comes down to in a lot of these audio this is the conviction and uh both of them had it. It it, it was as close as I've ever seen any audio this match on this site, it was hands down the best audio disc that I've seen on the site. You know, uh, G-Bot, Big Dank was probably my favorite up to this point, but uh, that one definitely surpasses it. Uh, shout out to both of them. They really put on a show. Uh, Self-taught. Uh, it came with exactly what I thought. I can't even say I'm disappointed. I expected him to walk away with a belt and defend it. You know, I was looking forward to that, but uh, he came with fire and uh, I'm I'm happy for MCD because he, he's been a breath of fresh air to the site for sure, uh, and the, his verse is phenomenal. He, he he's done nothing but step up every single time, and uh, anybody that was questioning his win in the last tournament, uh, he's definitely uh, going to have a change of opinion. He definitely proved his point here at this pay per view, uh, and definitely uh, earned the title. But definitely all around, just uh instant classic. We knew it we knew it was gonna be that when it when it got announced and uh it lived up to the hype and then stuff for sure. I think I voted I think I actually voted M C D for Showstopper, uh just because um based on uh, the way that I was looking at the way the predictions were going, it really did seem like and I know I picked self to win, it did seem like the perception was that self was gonna take this convincingly and it was extremely competitive. I'm in the same Boat is you. I think stylistically, I preferred self-taught, um, but that doesn't take away from what MCD brought to the table. I think he wrote well. Um, I think he was. I think he was. I think he was well-rounded. Um, you know, the instrumental swaps for me, I'm. I'm just not really a fan of those happening in just on a lot of tracks because, especially with these audio discs, it just kind of it throws me off. The switch-ups are just not what I'm really looking for. I'm just looking to hear motherfuckers kill each other and not do some experimental type stuff. Um, but you know, if the goal is to, if the goal is to also win categories, like it's a, it's a, it's a worthy decision. And there are plenty of listeners that are going to look for that stuff too. And you can see that in the votes where a lot of people really, really do credit MCD for kind of taking in a, an out of the box approach on top yeah, of writing it. very yeah, and that's not to take away from MCD's pen. 
because his pen was was fire. I mean, he it's not like he fucking put the kitty gloves on and then just rapidly yeah, the punches rapped. were there. The punches, the punches were, there, were no definitely doubt. there. Yeah, absolutely. The punches were there. Uh, the conviction was there. MCD's got all of it. Um, he's and he's a he's a worthy champion, and I'm happy to see him have it. You know, if if you'd have told me last year when he first showed up that a year from now he would be in the marquee battle. Would I have said, okay, I predict him to beat self? No. But would I have been surprised to see him in the marquee, the the main event? Not at all. Um, he just he has he has all of it. He's he's got, he's got everything. He's got everything you're looking for. Uh, you know, as far as activity and talent on the site. He's just he's 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 got everything. So, you know, big shout outs to him. He fucking crushed it. I think he, I, for me, he was the show, the showstopper for sure. Um, you know, I, I will say as far as self-taught is concerned, um, the downside for this battle is that I'm, I worry that this is like, this is the end of the road for self's journey. Like he's just, you know, he's put all this work in for all these years. When you look back at past pay-per-views and kind of wait, the way he's positioned himself, it's always been about the audio disc belt. And it, this has been a his journey for it has been much longer than MCD's. So I have to imagine in his, in his from his position, it's got to be bittersweet to make it to this point and feel like it's my time. And then this guy comes in and just you 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 lose to him. And you know I worry that this is the end of the line. We don't see self-taught anymore competing. I hope that's not the case because I hope he still comes back um, because he's still my favorite audio disc battler. Uh, you know, it's 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 pretty much him and Jericho, and then MCD, um, and Gbot is definitely up there as well. Uh, when Gbot's firing on all cylinders creatively, but uh, you know, so I would like to see Self come back because I would love to see him battle a Jericho, a Gbot. There's a lot of really good dream matchups that you could see there. Um, you know, but if that's not in the cards, you know, he's had a he's had a really fucking great run at it. But I mean, MCD, what the fuck can you say? He just came in and shut that shit down gotta give it to him so uh kel ill uh were you gonna he looks like he self-muted himself yeah yeah, i I was just gonna add to that uh i i definitely uh hear you uh as far as the long journey self had to the title you know he's been slated you know in the discussion for it for a long time and uh i think uh mcd misconstrued some of our prediction based on that and how we talked about him being in that position and how it was his belt to lose, basically. It, 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 that story, you know, his, his story of getting there has a lot to do with it. It's almost rooting for the guy because you know he's been at it for so long. Right. You know, yeah. I, I, he, I, we got mentioned in his verse, you know, in regards to, you know, we could put our, you know, cancel our pre-order T-shirts or whatever it was. It was funny. And I, I get it. And, you know, you love to see guys respond to you know the predictions and all that, but I just to, uh, all I wanted to clarify is it, 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 it's not like a favoritism; it's just a general respect for what he's done and what he's accomplished in the scene for years. He's been arguably the most polished product, audio disc wise, and this is the first time he actually got a chance at the title. When honestly, there's been people that got a shot at the title that just put in more work, but were nowhere near his level of skill. And we finally got to see him get the chance, and we were rooting for him. You know? Yeah. 
Yeah, I agree. I think it's there's definitely that, uh, you know, it, it's been brought up multiple times that there's like a, you know, a lot of the old heads go for, you know, their people or whatever the case may be. Um, uh, um, um, I'll let me finish my thought and then I'll address Rude's question. Uh, it has nothing to do like I never, I I know you'll agree. I never personally felt like MCD didn't deserve it. In fact, I figured I was of the assumption that Ken wasn't going to show up. And Disputer and I, uh, Disputer had sent me the card uh, way before it was announced. But before he announced it, I took a I took a guess and tried to predict how he was going to build the card out. And he had given me all the list of people that were participating and I put self-taught MCD down as the battle to have because I felt like MCD was the deserving candidate and that he would bring the best product and the best competition for, uh, for self-taught. Uh, I don't know if Dia6 actually just trolling in the tra- chat right now, but if self-taught won in your eyes and you voted for MCD, you're a bitch. Um, but, you know, Honestly speaking, going for self-taught or, you know, rooting for self-taught again, yeah, it's, there is a lot of history to this site and you have to respect that, you know, it's, but a lot of people have a very, what have you done for me lately type of mentality. And that's very unfortunate because, um, there's a, there's a lot of history here and there's a lot of stuff that came before and there's a lot of work that people have put in, um, before this and, you know, a lot of that shit goes unnoticed by a lot of people that want their work in the immediate recognized right then and there. People want their awards right now. People want their recognition for what they've done right now. And you still got people that have been putting in work for years that are getting that recognition behind the scenes. And, you know, that's unfortunate. You know, I wish people didn't feel that way. But I think that mentality is kind of what contributed to this whole old heads versus new heads dynamic that was happening and like that's that's unfortunate to see uh because there's a lot of people here that have been grinding for a long time and they deserve their they deserve their recognition so shout outs to self for the journey i hope this isn't the end i hope he doesn't hang up the mic i hope he keeps battling and congratulations to mcd and long may his reign be and i hope he continues to bring us quality matchups or rather, I hope Disputer continues to bring us quality matchups for MCD. I know MCD will deliver every time. Um, he's a worthy champion. Uh, and I think this was, within the, the, the many years that we've had them, in my opinion, this is the best pay-per-view we've had in, I mean, I, I can't think of a pay-per-view that we've had in the past years that has been this good. Maybe, no, no, uh, across the board, we, there really is no dud. There's no dud matchup here. Yeah, it's, uh, it's um, pretty competitive. There's, there's, there's uh, it's a lot of solid matchup. Credits to the scooter for putting together a hell of a card for sure. Yeah, and only what uh, two, two no shows? Coulter and MCD backing out, I think, right? And yeah, no, I'm pretty sure yeah. that was. Yeah, I think that was yeah, it. No, we just oh, like and, po- and potency, all right? And potency, yes. Oh, oh, shout, yeah, and potency's gallbladder, yeah. right? Um, so, Boom wanted to ask why people chose the angle they wrote with. If we have time, is this in relation? I'm assuming this is 
with the text topical match because that's the only thing he cares about. Is that, am I correct there, Rude? Like he wants to ask. why people wrote for the what what does he mean by that yeah he only cares about him so uh i mean we don't have walking keys on the call to really uh elaborate on his perspective so i guess if you want to share with us your thoughts but you can't even jump on the call so i mean or can you i mean is the cat still fucking screaming I highly doubt, I will say this, I highly doubt that anybody chose to write the way they did for strategic reasons. I think I think Boom is Boom's a fucking weirdo, man. Like I don't know where the fuck his mind goes. He thinks like people like people are playing a chess game with topical matchups. Can I just let me just say something real quick? Topical matches are not that fucking serious. Take it easy. Take it easy. Nobody's out here fucking uh, nobody's out here playing a game of risk with topical battles. Like, fall all the way back. Pretty sure people just... No, West Ghost was. West Ghost was trying to make it like that. Oh, well, yeah, well, West Ghost is a... Fucking Boom and West Ghost would probably be, like, the best of friends. Because West Ghost is a fucking weirdo, too. Uh, like, to the max. Um... You know, West Ghost is Mr. Like fucking like picked up, pick, basically took NC's voting ring and ran with it. Um, but I I feel like yeah, it's not a it's not a strategic thing. Um, Rude saying that personally alone with history automatically reminded me of someone watching their worst moments in a hell loop. So that's where I went. Now that makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, topicals, I feel like it's just you alone with the topic and you do a personal interpretation. Anybody that sits there and is like, oh, yeah, let me let me write it this way because I think that this person's going to write it this way. And I'm like, stop. It's a fucking topical battle, okay? Relax. It's not that serious. Sorry. Um, but, yeah, uh, overall, phenomenal pay-per-view. Uh, it's been years since we had something this consistent. I thought uh, across the board it was really dope, um, you know, for lack of a better word. And, uh, you know, shout-outs to TGO, Kel Ill, for being phenomenal uh, co-hosts. I feel like that was probably the word I overused this time on the on the show was phenomenal. I'm probably going to get roasted for that, but it's all good. Uh, TGO, do you have any parting thoughts, anything? No, no, uh, just uh, good work for everybody to put in all the fucking hard work behind the scenes. Uh, I got to see a lot of it firsthand. Uh, was a little bit more involved behind the scenes for this one. And, uh, it's phenomenal what all the core group does behind the scenes. Uh, you, that, that amount of effort is tireless, and uh, I just have a renewed uh, sense of appreciation for what y'all guys do to put these uh, events together. And uh, hats off to everybody that came through and uh, dropped some uh, real heat this time around and made this a memorable event. Yeah, absolutely. Um... You know, uh, shout outs to everybody here for being on the call, rocking with us. I know the 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 show usually runs long. Um, you know, uh, shout outs to uh, Potency's gallbladder and uh, um, Diasic for being a legitimate moron. But we love you anyway because you're always here. You rock with us regardless. So, uh, you know, 
thank you everybody we appreciate you uh this has been another great uh rap royalty show uh tgo look out for his he will be posting up the results from the award show i i, I take it you're going to do it right after the show yeah 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 it's already ready all i have to do is hit post all right so he'll drop that and then of course we've got sacred scriptures is coming up um so if you have not signed up for that and you're interested um you know go ahead and get in there get involved with that we've got the audio topical tournament um that j soul will be running uh, there is a cash prize involved so what did i say did i say surgical what did i say what the fuck did i did i say surgical i said sacred scriptures fuck me i said sacred scriptures god damn it that is rb my bad pardon me surgical shorthand wow uh never gonna live that one down um surgical shorthand yeah, that's the heel turn for sure. Surgical shorthand. My apologies to Ness. I meant no disrespect by that. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm deaf. Who thinks I'm disputer? Like who really – Boom is the only one that thinks I'm disputer, and he's certi- he is certifiably fucking retarded. Um, I'm pretty sure G-Bot does not legitimate – Dabble does not think I'm disputer. He can't within his right mind think I'm like – Dabbles, dabbles the homie. He knows I'm not disputer. Um, anybody with fuck yeah, with a brain, not cool enough to be disputer. Uh, absolutely, like, yeah, no, but, sorry. It, 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 you, don't, you don't possess that the the level of swag that the robot does. Yeah, no, I definitely don't. Um, and like disputers, uh, yeah, disputer's been doing this for like way, way, just far, far longer. Like, no, absolutely not. Uh, Disputer is a very close friend, and I always have the dude's back, absolutely. Um, but no, we are we are not the same person. And if you think that, then you are a fucking moron. Um, but uh, yeah. In any case, um, what else? What else? Yeah. So surgical shorthand. Uh, I think what is what is J Soul calling his audio topical tournament? Rap gods. My my guy, we gotta get you to we gotta get some different names for these events you throw though. I don't know if Rap Gods is the play, but uh, you know, aside from that, cash prize, uh, really a you know big big shout out to J Soul for running. He ran Tex Wars, which produced uh, really is the, is the reason that we ended up getting a lot of the matchups we got for the Tex titles. Um, you know, helped helped develop contendership from that. Audio topical is going to be really good. You know, he's doing cash prizes. RR hasn't seen cash prize tournaments in a while. So, you know, you got to fucking take your hat off, dude. Um, yeah, Dia probably got. Shout outs to Diasic in the chat for saying worser. You're, he, he is, like Boom, certifiably retarded. I honestly, it's a, it's a medical of modern science that somebody was able to do a science project and electrically power a potato and then allow it to use the internet. I feel like diasic is somebody's middle school science project experiment to get a potato to type on a keyboard. And, and it's just, it's just gained sentience. Over it's just, years. yeah, it's gained so sentience and started writing bars. And when you look at it from that perspective, diasic might be the best battler ever because he's like, he's a potato that's battling. Um, but no, uh, TGO, thank you again for being a, a, a fucking fantastic co-host. I couldn't ask for anyone better. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, thank you all for joining us on the Rap Royalty Show. That's it. Have a good night, guys.